And just like a red, white, and blue phoenix rising from the ashes of political bipartisanship, we are back to Salt of the Streets podcast. This is Sunday, February 28th, 12.28 p.m., episode 103. Oh, man, we're like another like 30 seconds would have been an even 12.30. <laughs> man. Well, welcome back, everybody, to the Salt of the Streets podcast, your one and only source of social and political commentary on all the weekly news, pop culture, and sports that you could handle. And the best part about the whole deal, it's all built from the ground up for people like you and me, the everyday normal people of America and beyond. So come down and join us as we discuss life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness and continue our endless efforts to bridge that gap between people and information. As always, we are your hosts. I'm Colin. I am Donovan. And we're saying we're doing it live today. I think this is going to be a new thing. We're doing it. So if you're in... Watching the show, we'll kind of uh, make periodic uh, reminders that uh, if you're oh, here and you're watching, yes. feel free to jump into the comments. I got the window open right now. I'm going to set a timer right now. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Yeah, so we can plug ourselves occasionally. Every like we always minutes. forget to do. <laughs> Every 37 minutes, we're going to plug ourselves. Why and, 37? Um, Does this feel right? Just the number I picked today. I like it. Um, I so like I it. think that's just what we're going to run with from now on. Every 37 minutes, you're going to hear us plug ourselves. Um, <clears throat> and so... I love this. Like, so, yeah. We're married to the arbitrary nature of 37. Yes, I'm, I'm a huge I'm, fan. I'm going with it. So um, <laughs> obviously, we have to start here. Obviously, if you're, watching, if you're watching us on YouTube, thank you for coming and joining us here. We want to try and do more, almost all of our things live on YouTube, other than double headers. That's a good Instagram thing that we do. Yeah. Uh, we're, YouTube is... is kind of what's working best for us right now because fuck facebook but if you like yes. facebook you can find us on facebook at salt of the streets we have um our youtube at salt of the streets our instagram at salt of the streets salt of the streets.com for all of this plus we have our personal social media i am at salt of the street on twitter and at alpaca underscore donovan on instagram and he is at big bird Offie on both of those things you can find all that on salt of the streets.com like i mentioned earlier uh Leave us a rating and a review on wherever you're listening to this on your podcast. If you're watching this on YouTube, like us, comment, uh, share it, do all of the things. Yeah. What does uh, Bridget Fantasy always say? Touch my bells and buttons. Yes. Yeah. It <laughs> doesn't work so well when I'm gonna I do think it. Of something. I'm going to think of something. Because everybody's got a, you know, yeah. everyone's got a thing, you know. Yeah, because it's like, ass. like, subscribe, share. It's... Smash the like button. You know, like, Smash! Yeah, exactly. So everybody's got a different but thing. But do that. I'm gonna, do that, too. Smash I'm going to think of what our... Okay. So I'm down. Well, what are we talking about today, Don? There's so much. Yes. In my little my notes here. Yeah, on the docket today, um, we are going to be talking about some of the things that have happened thus far in the Biden administration. We are like just over 30 days yeah. in office, um, so we're going to talk about some things that have happened in the Biden administration, Biden Harris administration. We are going to talk about. Oh, I'm looking at the wrong side of my notebook here. Um, we are going to talk a little bit about the stimulus bill, some things that are in there. Um, we're going to talk about the Texas power grid and the problems that they had last week two weeks ago when the snow hit because yeah. i i don't know about you or anybody else listening but i heard a lot of different information through the varying sources oh yes know, conservative sources that jumped right on one you know yep. narrative as soon right as out the get gate it was like this exactly. is, green energy is murdering people in texas yeah, yeah. Eh, i don't know if that's the case so i thought that was interesting <laughs> so we're gonna dive into that a little bit talk a little bit about the texas uh power grid and then we are going to talk about a letter 
sent from a couple of congressmen to the CEOs of telecom companies regarding conservative media and the misinformation and disinformation that they are allowing to be spread on their channels and letting people consume. And this comes, obviously, just a few weeks off the back of Brian's show on CNN. That limiting someone's reach is different than censorship, which is absolutely ludicrous, hilarious, if it wasn't so terrifying for people like us who are trying to spread unbiased information. So it just means that, yeah, because they're trying to just be, they're trying to cement themselves as the the sole gatekeepers for all information. Yeah. Well, Unless and, you're getting it here, it's not. It's like a, it's like a news guard gone haywire. And it's not just them, because even when I was watching Rising this week, you know, they have what they call Team Rising. Right? Yes. So they have a panel um, that I guess they used to have people in more often, but since Corona, everybody is, you know, zooming yeah. in. But that one dude, I wish that I could fucking remember what his name is, but they have him on consistently. And he was even trying to argue, he's like, oh, you can't try and compare, you know, CNN and MSNBC talking about Donald Trump and Russiagate to, uh, you know, people on Fox News that are actively involved in, you know, Stop the Steal and, like, the 6th of January. Like, Like, how can you not compare those two things when they are literally the exact same fucking thing? Like, they are the exact same fucking thing, except liberals don't have guns or the gumption to, like, go and attack the Capitol, you know what I'm saying? Or even somebody, a figurehead, to polarize them to the point to which that's what they would do, you know? And as long as you do all that stuff... um, before it gets dark out, then it's all totally fine too. Don't forget that. Or no, yeah. you have to do it after. After dark. After dark. You can't do it in the daytime. Otherwise, yeah. God, that was a. Uh, was that Merrick Garland? That was yeah 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 yeah. So we might might get into some of that a little bit. Could you, how much of that hearing did you catch? Any Just of it? Just some clips. Yeah. No, yeah, because it was. There's a couple like uh, lines. Oh my god. Oh the. Uh, what was it? The. Uh, Illegal border crossings. Yeah. That question. Oh, my God. That yeah. was so perfect. So, Whether or not illegally crossing the border <laughs> to come into America should be a crime. to be illegal. Yeah. Whether or not it's a crime. <laughs> like, like, yes. how, do you, how do you not say, like, well, yeah, if it's illegal, it's a crime. You can even, like, you can even, I feel, without implementing your own personal opinion, you could even say, yes. And it would be up to Congress to adjust it to a way or or further define or, you know, redefine in which in what it means to illegally cross the border. Like you can right. even, because you're the fucking you're like the highest official in you're trying law. to be the attorney general. man. You can even say that. <laughs> and that's not like a conflict of interest. That's not showing yep. bias. That's that's like I'm going to enforce whatever is the law. And currently. This is what the law is, but yeah. if you would like it to be different, then we could, you we can could talk about it. that because that's the same thing. That we, oh, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. studio collapse! Give the shit out of the dog. It's okay, we're out here. Um, paintings she, are falling. I think she was wagging her tail like as she was falling asleep, yep. and there was just enough wind to blow the painting over. Off this is this is why we call it the tale of doom. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Um, oh, now, oh. now she's just like, What she, the fuck what just happened? Just <laughs> happened. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, th- I did think that that was pretty interesting. Um, just the complete denial of like, oh, I, I don't know, because he, he said Merrick Garland. I've I've not really considered it. Like I haven't. Re- I haven't thought about it. Yeah, it was like if it Excuse was a three-minute response, two minutes was uh yeah. And, uh, 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 and I think I said to you in 
like in our text message earlier this week that like I cannot stand that. Like as somebody now, you know, we've been doing this for like three years now, over a mm-hmm. hundred episodes. Yep. And <clears throat> we don't sit here and go, uh we no. may say like a lot because that's something that people do and we're actively trying to curb at least I'm trying to actively curb that, but you know, we like, don't go like, uh, like, uh, 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 no. uh we'll at least take a second you know and say like i'm trying to think of the right word for this yes. you know we don't and I, I hate it i hate that so much oh it's so where did annoying. that come from do you think for your hatred towards that this has just been lately how long has that affected you i feel like it's become just more frequent from the people that i hear from more consistently jen Saki does it all the time all the time uh 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 while she's looking through the notebook uh, oh uh, my and gosh, this and uh, uh don't worth. act like your notebook is it's worth horrible. anything jen Saki, all right there's only one notebook that has the power and it just it sounds so unprofessional it's like so it sounds bad. so unprofessional and when yeah. your job when you're the press secretary literally your job is to talk to people your job is That's to clearly communicate is to communicate with the press and you sound like an idiot because you can't string together a consistent sentence without uh 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 then it's horrible. Yeah, she's know. terrible. It's not good. She's terrible. And it's not because she's a woman, because like I said, this whole thing started with Merrick Garland. Are you sure? So it, I swear to God. But, you You're know. fucking sexist, aren't you? <clears throat> um, I did see this beautiful meme, because we talked oh, about yesterday. I do love a good meme. Show. Um, and I think it might have just been a tweet or something, but it was, obviously, we talked about the airstrike in Syria. That yeah. was, maybe we did. I think we mentioned it. We mentioned it. Anyway, there was an yeah, airstrike in the pre-pre-show? In Syria. Yeah, yesterday there was an airstrike in Syria, obviously. the very So we're going to start here. Yeah, the we'll just do that. <laughs> military action of the Biden administration that apparently was in response to an attack. So, okay. Yes. So, so let me start here. This was... Thursday? Yeah, this was a missile attack from the American-backed regime in Syria against the Iranian-backed regime in Syria. Right, and this was in retaliation. This is just to get all of the correct details out there. Hit it, baby, um, hit it. And this is apparently in retaliation to an attack in the reverse order a few weeks ago, in which American contractors died, some other people died. Yeah, um, American and, coalition base over in Iraq, which a, from a rocket had to rocket be attack. very narrowly reported because I didn't even know that it fucking happened. Right? Oh, I remember um, when it happened. It was just it was like many kind of like attacks over there it's like oh yeah a, con- a u.s contractor was killed some u.s service personnel were injured and then it, it was in and it was out nobody cares about like that in the news media these days nobody cares to report on anything like that it's a it's a nothing story for these people so i saw it pop in i might have sent an article or something on yeah. on twitter and then it was gone so this happens right immediately people are finding delicious delicious tweets Oh. From Joe Biden, from Kamala yeah. Harris, from Jen Psaki. How did you not scrub those guys? About, how know, did you not scrub those? How Come it's on. unconstitutional to, you know, do airstrikes in Syria and to be, you know, to have American backing for any of this. It's oh, horrible yeah. and it's human rights abuse and all this shit. It was beautiful. It was hilarious. The irony it was, was so delicious. I love it so much. So the tweet that I saw, the meme that I saw was like, you know, the first airstrike happened in syria but jen Psaki said all the drone pilots were black so it's okay <laughs> so, so it's all right it's like well at least there's that at least it's the most diverse drone strike crew in american history so at least at least we well, have like, that you said the uh and i don't even know if it was real or not because they it looked super high quality but the pictures of like um the missile that had like the 
it had the trans flag painted around it. It had a Black Lives Matter painted <laughs> oh, on no. it. Like all the, you know, oh, all the different no. things. And I was like, well, I, I hope it was a meme. I'm, oh, I'm fairly so sure it was, funny. but it was one of the best quality memes, like, I've seen in a long time. Military Let me see if I can find it real quick. Have some very dark, sensitive humor, so yes, I could see it being <laughs> a real thing, but that's pretty funny. Oh man! Please, 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 be right here waiting for me. No. Ah oh, damn. Type in meme. See if that comes up. Meme. Meme. No, that's close. It was something just like that. Oh, there it is right there. Look at the missile. So you got the, there's that, and then, like, there's going on back. (laughs) I mean, that's. That's funny. Wow. I thought that was pretty good. But, I mean, look how. Yeah. That could be real. That could could totally be be real. (laughs) That's pretty funny. But then again, it's also 2021, and the power of technology is pretty surprising. I saw a deep fake video the other day of Tom Cruise. Really? Or somebody being Tom Cruise and on TikTok. I was like, that's scary the super scary man. getting weird bro yeah every now and again you could see his face was just like a half inch too far one yeah. way or the other so you could tell but <laughs> but anyways yeah so syria uh yes. dropping missile strike yes. on syria and it's it it's weird now because really i mean as far as like the facts go i mean that, that was kind of it right there was no it, it, didn't lead anything bigger. I mean, for no. some reason now we're in Syria, we're, you know, and we're taking the administration's word that, you know, proxy forces, um, Iranian-backed, pro, you know, militia, militants, whatever you want to call them, right. were operating in the area. So we airstriked one of their, um, it was like a transportation-type hub, you know, got that thing out of there. But I think the conversation nowadays is almost more about, like, it's so much more popular now to take the stance of like well why are we doing this like why did this happen yeah you know and not so much the you know biden's doing it now because that's kind of what they've always done you know oh i don't know getting away from when i was listening to abc uh and i told you yesterday abc has a first dick suck fest well (laughs) start here start here and they had i don't remember what her name is but it's their you know their defense correspondent that mm-hmm. was on and she's saying she's like oh well uh you know joe biden did this and the biden administration did this because they to to try and lower the tensions mm-hmm. between you know the two forces and they have to do this so that we can be in an equal playing field so that we can try and bring the iranians back to the table because america certainly yeah. couldn't enter discussions with iran having them have points over us you know because because that's what geopolitical warfare is, is a fucking Absolutely. point system, and we have to make sure we're with zero doubt before we get to discussions, right? Because if that was the case, then are we not still waiting for fucking two nuclear bombs from Japan before we can finally rediscuss? Like, I, what the fuck kind of, what is that? What Don't bring of, reality into this situation. What kind of justification is that it's re- for... asinine. Well, now we have Democrats, so we're just going to ride it out again. Like, that's ah. fucking ludicrous, you know? Therefore, when literally... The exact same justification was used when Donald Trump was was doing airstrikes oh, yeah. and attacks in Syria. That he's like, no, like we have to, we're doing it to try and like essentially smash them into submission. Yep. Is that not what she just said in different words on ABC? We have to do this to try and lower the tensions. Yep. 
That doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> you can't kill more people and make them happier. Like, oh like, yeah, that's, no, that's it's, that's not that's how, how that works, works, right? The more rockets we we, more missiles we send, the more cool everyone is with us over there. And you know, the idea that the that's, logic checks out. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a completely legitimate, you know, like thought process to go it's through so because bad. now Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are the ones that are making the calls, even though. We saw, like, Jack Posobiec is saying that his oh, yeah. sources inside the White House are saying that Kamala Harris didn't even know that this was going to happen. She's trying to stake out, reportedly, reportedly. she's trying to stake out, uh, you know, uh, her what's her role as VP and what she's going to do. And she wants to try and take on more foreign policy. That's what she wants to do. But apparently, she doesn't even find out about this airstrike until after it happens, or the missile strike, until after it happens. I don't. So, that sounds pretty typical Biden administration so far. I Very, very kind of nonsensical disconcerted nobody really seems to know what's going on they the the double speak is rampant yeah from everything from making those those like little promises like they want to make like milestone wise throughout the first hundred days or making the milestones so insignificant that yeah. they're basically already achieving them but they're going to talk them up like they're the next biggest thing. This is literally it's no different when it comes to Syria. Literally a quote from ABC from that. Oh, I love gonna it. Start here. Jesus. America just hit back. Does that not sound like something that Donald Trump would fucking say when he was just president? Just hit back. Just hit back. Oh, hit back. Hit back. Yeah, yeah. Because this is that, that not a Trumpian that, phrase. Like it is, and it's coming from the from the Trumpian. mouth of an ABC reporter to justify the airstrike. From the Biden administration. America just hit back. Because we're fucking strong on foreign policy. We're going to strong arm the Iranian-backed, you know, uh, coalition into discussion. What the fuck is happening? And can we discuss what discussion are they trying to have? The uh, Iran nuclear deal? Yeah. Why? We're we're doing airstrikes in Syria for retaliation against a rocket attack in Iraq. So that we can have uh, the Iranians come to the table on the nuclear deal. And I believe I was watching... I don't. You need some strings and some fucking yeah. push pins to tie that one together, man. And I believe I was watching Rising, and the both of them, Sagar and Crystal, are both pretty, you know, non-interventionalists as yeah. far as foreign policy goes. And they're talking about, they're concerned. They're like, the same thing we think is happening with Joe Biden that happened with Donald Trump and happened with Barack Obama. That the generals are going to strong arm him into doing what he wants because Joe Biden ran on, you know, we're going to take everybody out of the Middle East and we're already putting more people in the Middle East. Like, we're already actively trying to do that. Yeah. And if so, anybody believed for yeah. a second that Biden would lower the troop presence in the Middle East, and if they're. I got a bridge in Brooklyn to sell and you. If they're able to. To commence airstrikes without the knowledge of Kamala Harris, then the idea that her non-interventionalism is going to be what stops them from carrying out more airstrikes like this and and putting more troops in the Middle East is fucking laughable. It's absolutely laughable. Oh, it makes me so upset. I'll stake my claim right here that at the end of this four years, Mm -hmm. there will be more boots on the ground in the Middle East than there are right now. I would never, ever, ever in a million years take that bet. Because I think that's a sure thing. Yeah, <laughs> I would never bet against that. So there we go. We're calling it now, everybody. Yep. And if we're wrong, then we're wrong. But I feel like we right. probably called it a year ago. To be honest, <laughs> it's like, yeah, this is gonna happen. Maybe not this quick. I didn't necessarily see that coming, but you know. No. Well, next time I want to have like some kind of serious discussion with you about something, and um, I'm gonna go ahead. And start by slashing your tires. Yeah, and then we'll then we'll see you know if you want to come to the table. How after willing that. I am to have a reasonable discussion about what just happened. What? 
the actual F, dude. What is going on? But, I mean, that's – I'm super glad that Kamal Harris is going to pull the Dick Cheney and just take over foreign policy. That's and and you know, I mean, She's out there meeting with all the world leaders and taking phone calls. And, well, and I just uh, – I don't – Jen Psaki is starting to get more and more pressure from the media, from the White House press gaggle about mm-hmm. – when is Joe Biden going to, like, make his first public appearance? Like, when is he going to make his first public address? And she's like, oh, uh, you know, like, it's going to happen. We're going to do it in a way, like, you know, whenever we it's can make happen. sure that we can do it in, like, a COVID-safe way. So the whole White House has received the vaccine. Mm-hmm. I think it's probably likely to say that most of the reporters inside the White House press gaggle also have received the vaccine. I think it would be I'm a safe sure assumption, for sure. all of the congressmen have received the vaccine. So... What are we talking about here? What are we doing? And, and right, when when Joe Biden met with Justin Trudeau, mm-hmm. they didn't have the two-on-two question press thing like they usually do. They didn't take questions two-on-two like Donald Trump did every time he met with another world leader. Just showed up, said some things, and walked away? Didn't even, yes, didn't take any questions. No questions. Well, And Jen Sack is yeah. like, no, that's not weird. That's totally normal. Really? It's not. Is it normal? It's not normal. Is it normal? It's not normal, people. Or is it that Joe Biden can't be trusted to legitimately and thoroughly answer a question unless it's on some type of a, what are they called, a town hall on fucking CNN? And even then, he sounds like a goddamn (laughs) idiot because he doesn't know what he's saying. Because he doesn't give a fuck. It's crazy. I don't know if he doesn't care or if he's incapable of caring at this point. Because, yeah, I just don't think he's... Excuse me. I think it's pretty clear. You know, it's not some kind of, you know, I'm not trying to be some kind of right wing, you know. Right. He has Alzheimer's or anything. But the dude, is, he shows worrisome signs of cognitive faculties being intact. They're not letting him answer questions. That's They're not, not a good sign. They're letting him take questions. <laughs> but that's all right. Thank God. I like how we just pivoted right into Biden talk naturally, by Biden the way. Biden admin. This is perfect. Um I like the fact that all of a sudden Russia's the new bad guy again. Yeah. Um, and China, we're cool with China, maybe. China's so Biden cool can't be mad at China. That we're going to chalk up their human rights abuses and their actual literal concentration camps as cultural differences. Cultural differences. We have videos of people being welded into their apartments during the coronavirus. We mm-hmm. have drone footage of people hemmed up with their heads shaved being filed in single file lines onto trains, which is never a good look. To work camps in which their organs are going to be stolen, and women are being forcibly f- what, what the fuck do they call that? Uh, sterilized. Uh, sterilized. Yep. Forceful sterilization. Yep. They're literally stealing women's. Uterus and they're calling it women's health care. And and the chi- <laughs> and there scary. are Chinese Twitter accounts that are justifying this as women's health care as yep. women's health care. But Donald Trump can't have Twitter. And we're not even going to talk about it. Joe Biden's not even going to address it. No. Nope. That's what he said. He's like, I'm, I'm not going to talk about it. No, because he, he has his lane. We have our it. lane. And, I, you know, it's cultural difference. That's what they do, apparently. They're, he's okay with the despot. Because otherwise, they might call in that, what was that, the $400 million uh, forgivable interest-free loan that they gave his son. They might call that in if he pisses China off too much. I never. For God's sakes, man ever thought how do we get here and i don't know that i even want to commit to saying it now Mm -hmm. i never thought that i would be like 
but I like like but Donald Trump, right? Because Donald Trump never when he was president, mm-hmm. I'm going to say very few times did he call out a specific issue with China. Rarely was it a specific issue. Usually it was just kind of China is asshole, you know, <laughs> fuck them. Like, that was really the gist of what he was talking it about. Was. I'm not going to say he never did it, because it certainly there were times he talked about intellectual property theft. He talked yeah. about TikTok a lot, like things like that. Those types of things did happen. Yeah. Most of the time, he just kind of generally talked shit about China. Like, that happened a lot, which is fine. I'm not taking shots at it, but at least he didn't say, I'm just not even going to talk about it. Right. Like, I'm... Far be it for me to, you know, really specify and hone in on one thing, tor- except for towards the end, because now that I think about it, towards, like you said, TikTok, shit like that, like, he did yeah, hone in on that intellectual specific. property issue. But that's the thing. Never I, once was he like, I'm just not even going to talk about yeah. it. Yeah. But I think the big thing there was, there's there's a, you got to factor in, like, the Trumpian aspect of who he is, right? Yeah. And the fact that, like, I mean, we've called him, like, about the most imperfect avatar for like the right-wing populist movement that supports him he's about the worst avatar you could have for somebody like that but he's the only one that at least thinks about those ideas he can't articulate them very well but when (laughs) when he says fuck on china yeah you understand like he has specific things like he has specific reasons for that it's just he would never ever be able to articulate them so he just goes yeah you know china virus Everything's right. everything's terrible. Coming Bad China. Yeah. yeah. And so right at the end there, it's like he started to kind of piece these things a little bit and he could he could put together like a sentence that talked about TikTok and intellectual, you know, property theft and stealing people's information. Yeah. Like, but unfortunately, yeah, he was terrible at doing that. And so the true scale of the problem was never fully realized by the public. And now that Biden's in office, he's they just, literally they're just not going to talk about it. They're just, he literally, literally said, I'm not going to address that. Nope. Like, these are cultural norms, you know, that I'm not going to address them. Like, it's wild. And I don't see how anybody, even fucking Shane Powers, right, from the Shane show. Oh, shit. Was like, because I still follow him right on oh, Twitter. Oh, do you? And even him, man, he's like, like, oh, he misspoke. Like, so what? He fucking misspoke. People are they're they're stealing their organs. They're stealing them from their homes, and they're stealing their organs and their hair and their children. Yep. And oh, he fucking misspoke about it. And and like, why what are we talking about here? What are we doing? So bad. What are we doing? Oh, it's and and it's just. It seems like it's just the establishment. Right, because even like, yeah. even Morgan, you know, who was like, like I, we have to go for Joe Biden, like this, yeah. like totally sold, is now like, fuck Joe Biden, mm-hmm. like he's already doing airstrikes, like yep. she she shared someone's tweet or whatever on Instagram that was like, oh, you know, we can still blame the establishment or whatever, or like hate the establishment. Cross it out. She said Biden, Biden made this decision. It was like fucking yes, like that's and I don't, Huge I don't fan. blame anybody for not being able to see it at the time. You know, because they were so... Mm, I do. (laughs) I don't blame anyone because I get it. I understand it, Uh right? That they were so blinded by the hatred for Trump or the whatever that they were, like, not willing to fully listen to, like... But this this is still the reality of Joe Biden, you know? But I do wish that they had understood it sooner because now this is four years of this. Oh, yeah. Like, we're 30 days in. It won't be four years. Don't worry about it. We're one month in. 
That's it. We're one month into the Biden-Harris administration, yep. and we're fucking out here. And Do you... The worst part about the whole deal is even, like, I joke around all the time about, like, you know, Biden is not going to, he's not actually going to do four full years in there. Like, there's no way he can handle that unless, again, you just put him in the wheelchair and put the blanket on him, put him out in the sun. And then Kamala Harris runs everything. But it doesn't matter whether it's Joe Biden at the helm or Kamala Harris at the helm. This is that The establishment yes. is in, like you said. The establishment has, has they have the reins again. Yeah. And they're not going to let go. If you think for a minute Trump's going to get back in that office at some point for one he's a thousand years old too but if anybody is i mean like cpac is going on this weekend right yeah donald trump was spoke to, yeah he was going to speak today right and i don't know if he did or not or if he's going to still i think that's the plan I, that was the plan yeah i told you the I, theme is some america pressure. uncanceled oh my that's God. the theme for oh cpac God. this weekend i haven't listened to anybody's speeches from me CPAC. neither um, i saw i, I saw did a clip of ted cruz yes i saw Freedom! <laughs> I did. I saw the clip from Ted Cruz, which is really fucking funny. Um, but it's like, so like it's gross, man. Ted, Ted Cruz, Cruz is spoke. a terrible, Josh terrible Holly human being. Spoke. Yep. Um, I saw Dan Bongino. I think. Yeah, I gotta. We have to call out Steven Crowder again, real quick. That's because, fine. Because when he had he's bumming me out lately. Ted Cruz on two weeks ago, <sighs> yeah. right? Leading up to that. He was going on and on and on about like, oh, I'm a terror to any Republicans who come on here. He's like, you, tough he, questions. You got some splaining to do. <laughs> he said that, right? Yep. And then Ted Cruz comes on. Yeah. No how you doing, Senator? Is everything great? Yep. Okay. He just well, he's like, oh yeah, this? no, I totally understand like yep. why you would do that. Like, oh, I get it. Blah blah blah. And then, and then, has the gall to say that he asked Ted Cruz some tough questions. He, he didn't like, ask him like, a single tough question. What the fuck? He didn't push him at all. He did not want to jeopardize his relationship with Senator Cruz. And that is just... We are happy That shows you where he's at. We are happy to have any congressperson on here at any point in time. But be prepared to have your feet held to the fucking fire. Because Because nobody gets out for free, man. We respect the office that you hold. But I'm going to say there's like 1% of congressmen that we legitimately respect as people um and, and as congressmen as I said, that's probably just uh and like a uh i'm assuming that that, that one percent exists i don't know who what their names <laughs> but are gotta be there. <laughs> but the numbers are there <laughs> so i'm sure there. out of 535 people there's gotta, there's gotta, gotta be, be a couple one percent at least five that yep. we could fuck with but we are we are gonna dig into your past yes we are gonna see the things you voted on and we are going to fucking grill you about yeah. them because we pay your salary. We are your bosses. <laughs> we deserve all of all of the answers that we want. Exactly. And if you come here, that's why you're here. It's for us to get the information, to give it to our constituents, to your constituents. Yeah, because you're not going to give it to them. So. That's the problem. If you need somebody to extract the information that your constituents need to hear, then you're not doing your job the right way. Right. And you probably shouldn't be doing that job. Oh. So what, what what else is going on with the Biden administration? Okay, next thing. What do you, what's yeah? What is uh? What's in your craw right now? I have a Raytheon's weapon deal. Right? <laughs> so I want to start here I because love that one. full disclosure, right? This Raytheon weapons deal is up in the air right now. It's something that started during the Trump administration, Check. right? So that's to be totally clear because I don't want to be the fucking whatever, you know. This this deal was started during the Trump administration. Trump helped force it through. It's now under 
you know, uh, they're reviewing it like they're reviewing all the weapons deals. Mm-hmm. We have already sold a bunch of new fucking miss- missiles to the Saudis. That already happened. So I would be surprised if this deal doesn't go through. Even though yeah, Raytheon said they're backing off from it. Like, they've already said that. But I would be surprised to see it not go through, right? The reason this is relevant. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't wait. The Secretary of Defense stepped off of the board of Raytheon and stepped into the White House. They right? call that a revolving door. It's a man named Lloyd Austin, right? This is something that... <laughs> it's it's a fucking joke, dude. It's a joke, it, right? It would be funnier if it wasn't real life. It's a joke, right? And so he literally stepped off of the board of Raytheon. He also was the head of another defense contractor that was like like a subcontractor. And he said that, you know, that he's going to put that in like a trust or whatever. So he's not going to have anything to do with that business while he's the defense secretary. Because that works out so well. And that was time. because that was totally legitimate during during Donald Trump, right? Yeah. When, when yeah, him that, and everybody that was else totally did acceptable. that, it was totally fine. It was totally fine. We didn't for, talk about it yeah, for four no, years. No, not at all. It wasn't an emoluments concern that we even fucking talked about on this show, mm-hmm. right? Nothing like that. Nope. So let's not even worry about it. It's not a problem. <laughs> let's right? not even worry about let's it. Just, Moving on. <laughs> we're just not even going to worry about it, right? And See it's, no it's, evil, hear no evil. It's to the point, right, with Lloyd Austin. I even have some more stuff written down here. Um, let's see, Lloyd Austin. Where are you at, bitch? Um, walked off the board of Raytheon. There's an $8 billion arms deal with the Saudis in 2019, um, right? Which, which, which are the missiles that are being used in Yemen to kill innocent people. Raytheon sold these. This man, mm. Lloyd Austin, personally profited from the missiles that are being used by an American-backed coalition in Saudi Arabia to kill Yemeni civilians. Just want to put that out there. That was powerful. Personally profited. And now he's the Secretary of Defense. Some people and would call that the merchant of death. Yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely, like I said, not a, you know, not a concern at all. Not There's the $500 million deal that's under review currently. That I would be surprised if that doesn't go through. Yep. Um, the idea there had to be a special waiver passed for Lloyd Austin to get into office because it's been less than seven years since he served yes. in the military. Because they had yeah, to what pass is that a called? special waiver. I don't remember what it's called. Yeah. yeah, there's a special clause. You have to wait seven years. It's a, a something period. Uh, yeah, whatever. You have to wait seven years from serving the military or the federal government to work in the federal government. It's only been like five years, so he had to get a special waiver just to do that. Not a problem, it's right? Fine. Not, definitely not a big deal. Definitely this is not our a conflict guy. of interest this is at our all. Guy. This is the guy. But it's he's good. black, right? First black Secretary of Defense, uh, you know, first African American, fucking whatever general, first African American to, you know, lead the whole Middle East, whatever. Fucking great. I'm not taking away his accomplishments. That's awesome. But the fact that he's black doesn't mean that he isn't potentially and looks like likely a fucking corrupt shill for the private defense. Co- I, I, I don't understand for the private defense sector. Isn't wasn't that the whole problem for at least like this whole for the last four years, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, defense contractors and, and private private sector defense and all this the fucking problem. Right? Blackwater and all this shit is horrible. Eric so Prince, bad. fuck Eric Prince. Oh now you we know, need the return of Eric Prince now. Now we'll see how long it is before Eric Prince takes a stroll to the fucking Capitol come, building. Knock knock knock. Yep. We'll I'm just back. see. We'll see how long till Eric <laughs> Prince's name is on the rolls of the White House to get in the front fucking doors. This shit is ridiculous. It won't be long. It won't be long. But at least he's black, right? 
So I was gonna say you sound like Jen Saki whenever she talks about somebody that's new in the but at least administration. You got to put all their intersectional cred first. Oh yeah, and then say you know it's it's amazing what we do here. At, you know, and this, this is why we do right? these things. That's important. So I'm gonna address that. The next one I have here is Neera Tandon, right? Yes. She was being she was put up to be the head of the Office of Management and Budget. But she's such a nice she lady, Donovan. Years, What's wrong with Neera Tandon? Years of tweets just. Fire roasting pretty much every congressman that now sits on the budget committee. They're pretty great. Absolutely hilarious, yep. right? So she did that. She also, uh, you know, worked to cut all of these programs, uh, the, the, what they call the entitlement programs, that is, they're using this as something to promote her. They're like, oh, well, when she was a kid, like, she used these programs. Like, when she was a yeah. kid, you know, she used these programs. So she would never do anything, you know, no. to try and harm them, even though even though she's already actively worked to try and cut these programs to slash them. And now we're in fucking coronavirus when people need this assistance more than ever because the federal government is abandoning them and not giving them money. But we want to make sure that we put someone in there who wants to cut these programs. That's right. right. So we got $2,000 checks on the way. Don't worry about it. So again, rising earlier this week, they actually had Brianna Joy Gray, who I was believed the co-chair for Bernie Sanders' campaign, right? Who was saying that the Biden administration is watering down the diversity card because they are picking people who, I swear to God, she said this. I swear to God, said the, and not in not in these exact words, but this is uh -huh. what she said, right? That they're watering down the diversity card because they are picking people who aren't qualified or actively go against what they ran on, and they're just saying, oh, but they fit this X diversity aspect, this intersectional pie piece, so it's okay. <laughs> Fucking the co-chair. What is? What did it say that she was? She was the. She's American, the American. She's a American political commentary lawyer and political consultant who served as the national press secretary for Bernie okay, Sanders' 2020 that's, presidential that's, campaign. The press secretary for Bernie Sanders. Okay, so I'm sorry. So that's what she was, right? So, safe to say, she's got some pretty progressive views. Slightly. Safe to say. Never met her before, but safe to say. When you're Bernie Sanders' as press secretary, you're pretty progressive. If Brianna Joy Gray is telling you that you are abusing the diversity card and they are now seeing through you and we're 30 days in, you've got a fucking problem. You should maybe pick people who aren't pieces of shit shills and can actually do the fucking job that you're putting them there for. This shit is insanity. That's, but see, this is the thing, right? This is the problem with all of this. All of these people that are coming in here because it doesn't matter who you bring in to do the job. Because the federal government has systematically divorced itself of any responsibilities for people in the top jobs of these various bureaucratic agencies. Um, and so right after this, we'll do a plug. Mm -hmm. But this is what's been happening because nobody wanted to be accountable for anything anymore, right? So there, how often is it that the, the head of some department actually gets held accountable for something the department does? Right. No, because they've established this massive, like entangled, you know, red tape mess of bureaucracy to just run everything so that the heads, it doesn't matter who they pick for the heads of these things. They just pick them to fit whatever narrative they want to fit them. And then they just let it go. You know, Trump did it with all his buddies, you know, all his money making guys. Biden's doing it with, you know, the the furthest 
We call it Rick Perry. Was that the Rick energy Perry. secretary? Yep. Is that what, yeah. Yep. So Rick Perry. All these people. Oh, yeah. Who was it? Rex Tillerson. You know what Rex I'm saying? Rex Tillerson. All these people. All of them. The very same thing happened when I Donald forgot Trump, about Rex Tillerson, the bro. The very same thing came happened when Donald Trump stepped yep. into office. He was taking heat for months, but all these establishment mm-hmm. people that he picked and all these all these CEOs oh, yeah. and corporate motherfuckers that he put in these offices. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because they don't do a thing. And they the don't do anything happens. except show up and occasionally, you know. Make press releases and shit. Yeah. Other than that, it's this just giant bureaucracy that just runs itself, and so they can just put, they can hire near attendant. Yeah. Because all it is is just a, it's a check for them in a box. Done. We we got that one. It looks good. But people now, will, people will like it. Now they're starting to have even Democrats that are coming out and saying that they won't vote for near attendant. They will not vote to confirm her. And, and they should not. And Jen Psaki, when she's being asked about it, is still just hammering on. She's like, oh, we're, you know, she's our pick. Oh, yeah. So we're just making she's sure, great. you know, we're canvassing. We're just calling all the different, you know, congressmen that we have to, to, you know, answer yep. all the questions of blah, blah, blah. Even though they've come out and publicly fucking said that they're not going to confirm her because they can't trust her to be unbiased. They all it? have already signed these ethical waivers oh, yes. or whatever, like you said. The that, loyalty pledges. Yeah. That she already has been shown to violate. How yep. can they? How can they honestly? Well, in Jen like, Psaki's words, from what was it Thursday or Wednesday's press conference, whenever they were talking about Cuomo too, when she was asked about that, she just basically her stance was that well, you know, we hadn't hired her yet, and so she said those things back then, and we have a very strict way, and so when she comes to work for us here, right. um, she won't be doing that, yeah. and she has apologized. It's like that. It doesn't change the fact here, yeah. sweetheart, that this is not how this should work we watch the press briefings both days and talk about them pretty consistently on our social media they're terrible find them our personal social media i met salt of the street on twitter and at alpaca underscore donovan on instagram and colin is at big bird off on both of those things you can find all this on salt of the streets.com we have our salt of the streets instagram salt of the streets facebook fuck facebook salt of the streets youtube if you're watching us on youtube right now thank you very much leaving us a comment a review uh like us share us if you're listening to this on a podcast form on any of your platforms leaving us a rating and a review so that other people can find us and believe that that is everything. We sell t-shirts and all that stuff. Yes. You can reach out to us through any of our social media and purchase those things. We will ship them to you. It's a beautiful thing. So, if you want to learn the secret behind Donovan's magical pasta, we posted yes. that last night. Yes. By the way, step-by-step breakdown. You can impress your significant other with some delicious food. Simple. That was ultimately wasted on me by the end of the night, unfortunately. So I ate so much. Yes. Oh, no. Yes. It was a rough night. Oh, no. I had a lot to drink that night. We were just having lot. way too much fun. That was all. Yeah. But you were on the It, it liquor, makes my... I, I was. That's what, that's what that's will what do it. it. Yeah. Half a bottle of tequila and half a bottle of bourbon beforehand. Good God. Mm-hmm. So, I had three beers. Ah. I felt great. <laughs> it, does, it does help, though. I think my, my raspy hangover voice is so much better it's on nice. microphone. It's yeah, real it's good. Nice. <laughs> good. Um, after... Uh, so you don't think Nira Tandon's – do you think she's going to end up being confirmed or not? It depends on, I guess, how many phone calls and how many arms the administration can twist, huh? Yeah, I don't know, man. Because the numbers don't, don't seem I, I don't to be on her side right now. Yeah, and it doesn't seem – in the objective media, they don't seem to <laughs> the objective think that – I mean, Where as do far they as, like, rising, from? you know, things yes, like that, like yes, new media. That's true. Things that you could begin to claim. Right you were being truthful about the objective media. Um, media yeah <laughs> like, so, oh yeah those guys yeah the good guys I don't, I don't think that you could um oh that's good i, I would not predict that near tanner would be confirmed as the I director would... of the office of management and budget i think that they will probably have to find somebody else which is pretty funny um 
the the next thing that I would pick uh, would be the overflow facilities. Oh, the, the migrant. No over, kids in cages. Yeah, the unaccompanied. These are not kids in cages. Minor overflow facilities have been reopened. On not all of them, but some of them have been reopened on the border. Um, the administration is starting to take just immense amount of heat for this because so much. regardless of what they would like you to believe, this is the exact same thing that they called kids in cages when yep. Donald Trump was in office and didn't call kids in cages when Barack Obama was in office. And that's why they so, can't escape it. They can't escape it because they spent the last four years throwing that, that term around, kids right. in cages, using that, and now it's the exact same situation. So they're getting it right back. Even though they said... Who oh, built the cages, oh, Joe? Man. Who built the cages? This, I wish that I would have wrote down what day it was. The day that Brianna Joy Gray was on Rising was on mm-hmm. the 23rd of February. So, and it, her clip is probably its own clip on there. So you mm-hmm. guys can go on to Rising. If you're interested in that, if you want to hear exactly what her words are, you can go to The Hill on YouTube and their Rising playlists for February 23rd, and you can find the clip for Brianna Joy Gray. Um, but... When the overflow facilities first happened, mm-hmm. um, when they first opened back up, Jen Psaki was taking questions about this, obviously, at the press briefing. And one of the reporters was saying, like, you know, I just don't understand how you are, like... She took a specific question because over that, with the weekend with all the snow in Texas, yes. right? Yes, That extended the amount of time that some of the minor immigrants were held in the facility. Legally, they can only be held for 72 hours before they have to be transferred from a border patrol facility to a Department of Health and Services facility. Yes. Because of the snow and all these other things, and I'm not... I'm not like, fuck you, you fucking 72 hours. (laughs) I know, but because of that, right, this is the legitimate reason, because of that, there was delays, and there were some children that were there for like four, five, six days before they were transferred to, to another facility. They're not no. good facilities, right? No. That's, that's They're their whole, That's their whole jam is that the Border Patrol facilities are shit, and that's why the children have to go to Health and Human Services facilities because they're so much better, right? Yes. And they're saying, like, they've got video games now. They're they're genuinely improving the health yep. and consumer. Getting education going on great, and health care. Right? Yeah. But when she's being asked about this, like, well, you know, you did have these kids that were in there for like, and she says, I'm, I'm sure she says, I'm sure you aren't suggesting that we try and, uh, you know, submit these children to conditions that aren't safe for COVID-19 Yeah. to a fucking reporter, yep. to a fucking reporter. And he's like, no, that's not what I'm suggesting. I'm fucking asking all. you, why did this happen <laughs> when you're so hard on the law in 72 hours and you're going to abide by this? You're never going to go against it. But now you've done this. Yep. Yes. And there's that moment where she kind of was like, what do you want me to do? Yeah. And what do you want me to do, said, all right? We're doing this, everything we can. <laughs> she said, this is not kids in cages. No. This is, this is, this is not literally kids in cages. what. So this is not kids in cages. We are not ripping children from their parents' arms at the borders. Oh, okay. We're having somebody who clearly speaks Spanish come down and say, you need to let go or we will have to rip your child yeah. from your arms. And they're doing it because... Because nothing's changed. Like, I don't... Nothing is different. Nothing Nothing is different. You cannot... None of these people can successfully lie to you because nothing is different. We talked about it. I'm going to write this down. I'm going to... Kids in Cages, because we're going to link back to those episodes when I post this tomorrow. I mean, at least a year ago, right? Because this was happening. And I I wrote this down 
Because that was one of the last major like issues that came up before everybody right. got we got hard going on the campaigning. And I wrote this down weeks ago before we even recorded with Larry. I wrote this trend right: the caravan from Central America. Yep. So that was however long ago that was, that was happening, yeah. right? The Biden admin, it's constructing and repurposing uh, the buildings to handle immigrants because they are canceling the weight in mexico policy yep. right and the weight in mexico policy which is what saved donald trump from having to continue to put the kids in cages because he's like if this hell's gonna be you can't even yep. fucking wait here and i'm again i'm not arguing for the validity of this strategy but this is why this happened that yes. was the thinking is, yeah. is if i'm gonna continue to take heat donald trump right if i'm gonna continue to take heat for following the law and and keeping these people how i have to then you can't fucking wait here you yep. have to wait somewhere else because i'm taking too much heat it's not worth we're not gonna do this it's not worth the bullshit in the media right nope. that's exactly why this happens and now because one of the first things one of those executive orders that joe biden passed in the first week the sweeping executive orders yeah. was to cancel the weight in mexico policy they have now subjected that. themselves to this enormous caravan that does exist because when Donald Trump was in office, the caravan doesn't exist. That's yep. not real. That doesn't happen. Now we've seen videos all through Central America of different police forces trying to stop them because oh, we're yeah. like, listen, you're going to get fucked if you go to America. Yeah, you can't like, do this. They don't, changed everything. Don't do it. You're going to get in don't trouble. They changed everything there. You're going to get in trouble. So, <laughs> they changed the guy in charge and it's not a better place for you to go. Yes, yes. <laughs> Jen Sack even said this is not a good time to come to America. It's not. Because we can't do anything different if you come here we have to treat you just like donald trump did before he made you wait in mexico because nothing is different yep. no laws have been changed we discussed it like i said when we talked about the kids in cages the Flores agreement years ago we oh, talked yeah? about that a year ago when all this was first happening in donald trump the law sets it out this way it is it is it is decided it is decided Th that's it <laughs> this is how it is because the law is not different until there is until there is immigration reform in this country to adjust the Flores Agreement to adjust the way that legal immigration needs to be happened the way that yeah. uh, f f not refugees but asylum requests are processed mm -hmm. until all of this is changed legally this is how this is going to be done regardless of who's president regardless of who's the press secretary regardless of what color they are or where they came from or anything like that. This is how this is going to be. It's not going to be any different. The next thing I wrote down here, they're definitely scared of the caravan because if they show up and we don't have enough good places to keep them, they have to put them, the kids in cages, because no laws have been changed. And that's why Trump made the way to Mexico, quote unquote, this is not a safe time to come to America. Jen Psaki. This was weeks before this happened. I fucking wrote it down. I knew this was going to, this was weeks weeks before they reopened the facilities motherfucker i'm like i'm telling you i'm gonna start dating these i'm gonna start dating these because i love it, I love it. weeks ago i wrote this at least two weeks ago i wrote that so you can pull it out huh, and here look we at that are. date huh and here we are i love it i i mean just... i i love it because if you didn't if you couldn't revel in like this the painful irony that all of this is and then you know them getting hoisted by their own petard essentially you know, it would just be too painful. All this stuff, it's so depressing. Why? So Why is it that multiple administrations now have have just tried to find some a workaround for this problem down at the border? They just tried to put a Band-Aid on it and walk away so that they don't get in trouble and everybody keeps quiet about it. Nobody is even attempting to try to fix it. But, get, but then again, that's because Congress is broken right now. Yeah. Congress is 
they don't do anything. The only thing they actually pass is through reconciliation. They can't even pass like $2,000 checks that they have the votes for nope. when Biden comes into office. Nope. Don't want to do it. We're having conversations at work. They don't want to like do the it. The first two weeks of Biden administration. And Tyler and I are talking. And we're just talking. People, you know, who love Biden. People who are, like, down for Biden. We're like, do you know how you know that he doesn't give a fuck about you? Because they had the votes when he came into office, and they didn't immediately do that. Yep. That wasn't the first thing they did when they got there, because they had the fucking votes. And they still it, do. It, it's there. The votes are there, and they're still not doing it. Yep. Why? Because they refuse to take it on by itself. They will not pass anything. They won't try to pass a single individual bill that has that. It has to be in the giant omnibus package. Not even something like the $15 minimum wage. Right? Yep. Because that was a huge thing they ran on. It's like $15 minimum wage. Instead, we have to try and jam it into the coronavirus bill. And it's going to fuck the coronavirus bill. And they've waited so long on the $15 minimum wage thing that two other proposals have come out for minimum wage that are lower than $15. Don't jump on Again, one of those. If I had to bet whether or not $15 minimum wage across the globe or across the country was going to be passed, I would say no. Hard no. Because we have one from Josh Hawley that's $16 an hour for big businesses. Like small businesses would be exempt in Josh Hawley's plan. It's big businesses that would be required to pay 16 an hour. I wonder what and then, is. That's interesting. I don't remember who the other two people were that, that proposed one, but theirs was like 10 or $11, I think. Hmm. There's no fucking way. There is no fucking way with these two other options out there, and now this bill has to go to the Senate because it was passed. There's no fucking way that $15 an hour makes it through. No. There's no, no way. They ne it never will. It never will because they just they don't want to do it. They don't want to. Otherwise, no. they would have. Like you said, first day in, they could have done it. Yeah. If they actually wanted to. But they didn't want to. They don't want to. They've been lying to your face this whole time just to get your vote. Excuse me. It, it's nothing new. Nothing new. It's the same old crap over and over and over again. And it's it's kind of hilarious because part of the reason the price tag on the bill is so high mm -hmm. you know, is for things like this. Yes. There's so much included. And you and Larry have read. And I know Larry read the entirety of the bill. And you are... Always way the better 500 than 500 pages uh, for that, you know. Which, you are yeah. always way better than I am about reading the actual bill. I like the so bills. I know that there are things in this omnibus bill, this coronavirus bill, that have nothing to do with coronavirus. Oh, there's a right? lot. And Most like, of it does Things like, what, like like millions of dollars to preserve language in, like, one of the First Nations tribes. Like, that's, yes. that's what part of this money goes to. And again, yep. this isn't even me saying that doesn't deserve money. Like, I'm not even saying that because I don't fucking know. What I do know is that has nothing to do with coronavirus. And if this is a coronavirus stimulus bill, we should only be talking about shit that has something to do with coronavirus. Most of the things they want to do with coronaviruses will not go into this bill. Like, they won't even consider them. Like, this thing, I mean, and this is like the pared down version, H.R. 1319 what they're calling the American Rescue Plan Act of 2021. Beautiful. I mean, everything in there. Of course, Title I, Committee on Agriculture. And so then it goes through and it has all these different things about securing, you know, food supply chains and blah, 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 blah. blah. I mean, there is so much in here. Yeah. Um, but some of the best things. Education. We'll kinda, yeah, we can get into that. Which are all, all those things legit. Cobra, some, yeah, there's the weird. They're going to start paying people. To keep their Cobra insurance. I've never heard a good thing about Cobra insurance. Me neither. Never heard a good thing about Cobra healthcare. But it's a program. But it's healthcare that you can 
that you can hold on to if you lose your job, mm-hmm. you can still buy Cobra Healthcare. It's kind of like Aflac, right? Shit healthcare. Absolutely shit healthcare. Yep. So instead, we're just going to help people keep shit healthcare instead of trying to help them find better healthcare. Or, you know, like we fucking said that we would. And I, man, there's it's weird to argue in favor of things that I don't agree with. You know what I'm saying? Like, why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing something that you ran on instead of doing something that doesn't benefit anybody at fucking all? We would just rather... Because they don't care. We would rather supplement the cost for you to have Cobra, and then we'll just start pushing people to Cobra. And then we'll just be supplementing Cobra insurance, and everybody has Cobra insurance, and they all have shit insurance, and we're still paying out the dickhole for it, and everyone's going to have universal, horrible insurance, yep. and we're paying twice as much as any other country, yep. and it's going to be shit healthcare. If we're lucky, twice. And everyone's going to be happy, because the progressives are going to be able to say, but we have universal healthcare now. We did it's it! It's universal. Everybody has it. It costs the government $90 trillion every 10 years. But we all have it. And it's, it's okay. okay. It's totally okay. And everyone is better off for it. And especially because money doesn't mean anything. We can print as much money as we want. We could pass as whatever amount of money. It costs $90 trillion every year because yeah. we've inflated the, co- the, <laughs> the, what, the, you know, the, the value of the dollar so much that just one year of just Cobra Healthcare for the country costs $90 trillion yep. now. <laughs> that would be... It, so, oh my so bad but you know things like this don't deserve to be in a coronavirus stimulus bill nope and we've talked about this every time they pass a budget bill every time they do this these enormous omnibus bills are killing the legislative process oh yeah there's because it it totally circumvents it there's no it totally circumvents it they aren't you man just have do your fucking job right (laughs) let me okay do your job (laughs) let me start one of these sentences right because the role of Congress, obviously, is to create and pass legislation, right? And all this gridlock, all this, they don't ever do anything. They never do this, right? If you took all of these things that are in this omnibus bill mm-hmm. and you broke them up over the course of however many fucking days it's going to take, right? Not only would you consistently have something to do because you would always be busy. You would always be earning your fucking salary like you should be. You wouldn't be sitting in your office fucking off or, I don't know, because at least half of Congress is a fucking podcast now because they have yep. time to make a fucking podcast every week. But can't do legislation. You're not passing a bill, but you can you can make a podcast every fucking week about what you... Yep. Like, how... You know why? just... Because it takes cooperation and teamwork to pass legislation. And if nobody wants to work together because they don't have to, they can all make podcasts. They can all sit in their offices and they can all get together. And Mitch McConnell will be our, all right, guys. We voting yes. We, you know, we're voting yes on this one. Okay, everybody, cash your votes. Done. Nancy Pelosi does the same thing on the Democratic side in the House. You know, it's 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 a it's a total joke. There is we have a. I think it was Crowder. No, not Crowder. Uh, Shapiro started to call. We have a vestigial arm of of legislation or legislature right at this point it, it just sits there it exists but it didn't do anything anymore no. at all it passes it barely passes budget bills and then gets on tv and podcasts and complain about the country the other guys regularly oh yeah it's the country shuts consistently down now regularly and people don't work for like three weeks at a time because they can't fucking get it together to just pass a budget for a oh, year bro. oh how about like, this so this is one of my favorite pieces um in the bill let's hear it right um let me see what was the stamp for that one that's section 511 11 so i like 
the way they do these things on the, the congress.gov. Yeah. There's a lot of hyperlinks for these bills because yeah, otherwise yeah. they're way too fast. They just jump to They're you. so... There we go. 5-11-11. Emergency Federal Employee Leave Fund. Yes. Okay. This is great because this is corona is directly related to coronavirus, right? Yes. And this is a good... It's a good thing we're going to help out people. Um, particularly, if you are a, a federal employee... Right, and you cannot work because your kid can't go to school, right? So what are you going to do? You, you, you know, government says, okay, we'll stay home, take care of your kids, make right. sure you educate them, all this stuff. If you are a federal employee and your kid is not in school, you will be able to receive up to $1,400 a week to cover that expense. Only federal employees. Only federal employees. Yeah, so... So while they're refusing to let schools open back up, we can also pay all of our federal employees to not go to work. $1,400 per week. Now, the standard American citizen can't get $1,400 a year from them, basically, at this point. I support my family on less than $1,400 a week. That's a lot of money. Isn't that... Unreal. How how does that how does that get in the bill? You're gonna float federal employees that they make more than that, like in their salary. That's I mean, so they delicious. make less than that in their salary. They're gonna be making twenty eight hundred dollars every two weeks for for their kids not going to school because they because the federal <sighs> government won't do its job. Yes, that is that's one of the the most precious pieces that I've I was able to come across in this situation. And I, I mean, I'm pretty sure I heard it on Shapiro or something like that, or commentary, and yeah. mentioned it, right? And I was just like, wait a minute, what? That can't be real. And so what do I do? I look it up in the bill, and it's right there. Sub, yeah, so it's Section 5111, Emergency Federal Employee Leave Fund. Yeah, they're providing, so it's free, essentially it's free paid leave that you can take if one of your kids doesn't go to school. Well, let this be a reminder to you guys because we speak about this consistently. So bad. None of these people give a fuck about you. Not even a little They bit. don't care about you because they would rather pay federal employees. Mm-hmm. This is this is fucking ludicrous. And the thing that really pisses pad their me own off, pockets and it that is a direct bribe to a specific constituency. Yes. That works for you. Yes. I don't how does that Jen Saki, where are you at? I need to talk to you about something because wow. that I need you to justify that. Somehow. Wow, wow, wow! And in the meantime, you're going to do everything possible to not say that schools should reopen right now. God, we should do our due diligence just because um, people are going to be curious about <sighs> mm-hmm. this. Because we talked yesterday, the stimulus bill did pass, right? And while it did. We're talking about it did. The yep. Yep, yep, fucking yep. stupid things that are in there, the things that are currently in there, right? All of this. Obviously, still has to go to the Senate. It has to be debated there and then voted on there. So yeah. whether or not all of these things will make it through there is to be foreseen. But $1,400 stimulus checks are there currently. There are debates still about whether or not adult dependents get them or yeah. parents. I know that was a big issue. Um, and they did raise heard, the, the cutoff yes. uh, for salary, which, yeah. which was good because I didn't qualify for the original numbers. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. pause right. button. What? Can we, can we up that a little bit? And... I know, like I heard a lot from people that are my age mm-hmm. um, that like ended their last year of school in 2019, and so they were still dependents on their parents. But now in 2020, they have a job, they have their own life. 
No, no, I mean last year. Oh, word, because, word. Because yep. this, the checks, when the conversation started and the debate, and the debate is around what tax year it's going to be done on, you know? Yeah. And that's where the adult dependent thing is going on. Is in the first round of checks, there were a lot of people my age that went to school that didn't get checks yep. because they were still dependent on their parents, even though they needed it now because they had a job, oh, yeah. but they couldn't work because coronavirus, but now they weren't going to get the stimulus checks. Yeah. So that was a big point of contention. Oh, my God. Um, the $15 minimum wage, like we said, is still in the House bill. I would I would be fucking shocked if that made it through the Senate bill. I would, I too. would be shocked. Because, so what will happen, I, if I had to guess, right, is due to the fact that the parliamentarian shot it down last time, um, due to the fact you couldn't fit it in a budget reconciliation bill because it has nothing to do with the budget, um, you couldn't get by with the bare majority of the 51 votes. So it went back, they changed it, they did all this stuff, but now they're going to do that. Be- so I don't know, they might, I don't know if they'll be able to get 10 people or nine people to switch their votes in the Senate. So it'll probably not, they'll probably put it in there. Not to 15. Just then. to, just to make the, to hem and haw. And so everybody can talk about it and they can be, you know, they can be all yeah, righteous they, and blah, blah, blah. So and then at the long. end, because they won't be able to pass it. They'll just get rid of it quietly. Well, like I said, they waited too long. Like, they waited too long, and two other proposals are out there for minimum wage. It's their other options now. When it was the only option, you had a discussion. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You had a legitimate discussion because this is it, my way or the highway. If it's in the House bill, we're going to the 15 or fucking nothing. Yep. Now (laughs) now there are already, and they're not even other separate bills. They're amendments that are prepared to be inserted into the bill. So they're, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not even a separate bill. Josh Hawley and the people, they're amendments. They're like, no, no, I have an amendment prepared. Just, just slip it right in there. Take out the 15, put this in there. We're good to go. Remember when we said we were going to do any more omnibus bills? They're fucked. There's no way the 15 gets in, bro. No. No way. Which I'm not. Heard of, I'm not upset about. Right? No, it's because way too big a discussion got, yeah. to, to just. Uh, I don't mean We're to not, have here. I mean to for them to just slip it into an omnibus COVID yeah. bill. There are way too COVID many implications bill. that go on that go into a $15 minimum wage federally to just not have an individual discussion about this thing that will shift the the economy of this country overnight. Like, oh my god! Yeah. And we talked about it yesterday, you know. I'm I'm not yep. of the complete mindset either way that it will completely destroy small businesses or that you know what I'm saying. I yeah. think both of those arguments are overplayed a little bit, and that like, oh, it's not gonna you know inflate the dollar amount. Like that's ludicrous. If everybody has more money, the dollar is worth less money. Yeah, that's how it works. How it works. It's not based on anything. If and then if that's not being done, <laughs> the, the Fed is just work. the Fed is just sitting there with plugging holes in the dam with their fingers, like no, no. <laughs> You're good. No, 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 it's still no. It's, it's still fine. Worth the same it's totally Don't fine. worry about it. Print up Don't another six billion. It. Let's do it. Keep it going. It doesn't work that way. Um, so both of those arguments, I think, are underplayed and overplayed a little bit. But yeah. uh, essentially, just be a, it would be a total paradigm shift yeah. economically, right? Yeah. It wouldn't. There, it's not a black or white issue. It's it's shit's gonna go gray. We're gonna go blue all of a sudden, right? You know, that's and that's I think the failure in again how to communicate that to the people everybody thinks it's yeah. just that way and so it's either a good or it's a bad it's just going to be real real different yeah everything would be real different there overnight businesses would close new ones would open up change in this it would be just massive change. if they but, could afford to my my biggest concern excuse me, my biggest concern would be 
the small businesses that barely made it through coronavirus aren't able to make it through the $15 minimum wage shift. Oh, yeah. And because new businesses are going to have a harder time opening because of those mm-hmm. other factors, you're just going to have an expa- a further expansion of corporate America. Yep. All these other companies are just going to open up more offices. Oh, we need you need more jobs? Oh, yeah. Here, federal government, I'll open up a new facility yeah. if you help, help supplement this, this new pay wage because I can't really afford 15 yet, but if you pay the other four, I'll pay 11 and I'll open up this facility and guarantee 3,000 jobs in this community. Is this not God, exactly sounds... what we will see yes. in the coming years? Yes. This is my concern. You say that, and I'm like, that is definitely going to happen. This is my concern. Ugh. For companies like fucking Amazon. Yep, Amazon, Or companies like Walmart. Boeing that are struggling, that are now losing their favored stake in America. Because, as we saw these video uh, two weeks ago. Of <laughs> the engine blown up, dude? Uh, yeah. No, I don't know. It's a, it's a Raytheon Boeing engine. Probably, probably. Oh, no, it's it's a Raytheon engine on a, on a Boeing seven seventy seven. Oh That's God. what it is. Raytheon engine on the Boeing seven seventy seven. Dude, it looked like if you didn't see the picture, I'll describe it. Right, it looked like if you took your car and you stripped out off, you stripped off all the paneling. Yeah. And then you lit it on fire. That's what put it that on that the wing of the plane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> up, in the, up in the air. That it was fucked. Dude, did you see the video of the guy? Who was just recording yes. out of the window. I was just going, I, I don't want to watch this because I have a feeling it's going to blow up and everybody dies. But luckily it did not happen from my understanding. Everybody survived. They Fucking landed terrifying. safely. Hey, if anything, this, so is in, this, this speaks good about uh, the quality of the Raytheon engines. I mean, they'll, they'll <laughs> get you down safe even when they blow up. Well, now, and I have this here somewhere, now Boeing is taking a bunch of 777s out of the air yes. um, because they're having to inspect all of these engines. The we United States is the only U.S. airline using this engine plane combination. Um, but there are other countries, Japan, Korea, and Australia, that are using, using the, the, plane, the plane, uh, but not the engine. So they're just, just give a, a but they're yeah. taking them out of the air just to be like, we're just going to take another look at these and make sure everything's on the up and up. We don't want another 737 situation. Yes. Yeah, because that was not that long max. ago. Yes, the MAX, which is now back in circulation, if back, I, if I back remember right. Back in the right. air. Yeah, which is super cool. You know, super cool. Makes just me feel real safe. A bunch of people. Real, real safe. It's just a software issue, bro. We fixed it. We fixed it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> The next thing that I, it's the last thing that I actually have on here is the Keystone XL pipeline. Okay. And we talked about this a little bit um, when yeah. we were talking about the hypocrisy of the Biden administration, Indeed. right? The Keystone XL pipeline, that project has been canceled. It was super union friendly. It was underway. It was happening during the Trump administration. A couple thousand jobs were yep. immediately lost because of the Keystone Bye-bye. XL pipeline. And I'm not good talking about you, it. Good union jobs, too. And the. Whatever that fucking means. Good union job. Such an odd position I find myself in because when this was... Defend the pipeline. You're right, because when Donald Trump opened it back up, I was like, you shouldn't be doing this. Like, I this know. isn't the right thing to we do. We talked about this You're, at the yeah, time, right? Yeah, they're blasting natives with fucking fire hoses and shit. I'm like, this isn't... Yeah, this is that. not the right way to be handling this. That was a bad call. And now I'm like... You're taking jobs, motherfucker. Like, we're out of here already. We're already doing it. Like, you know it's bad when, when even Canada gets pissed off at you for closing yeah, the pipeline. Like, oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Don't do not do that. That's not... Yeah, what we are you talking about? We don't have any other jobs. Yeah. The only thing here is trees and snow and oil. Oil's all we got. Oil's That's all it. we got, guys. Nobody wants to burn wood anymore. This is it. We're on to metal. Like, yeah, it's, it's too much, bro. And did you see... 
Did you see? While the Keystone XL pipeline has been mm-hmm. canceled, the Biden administration has announced their support for a pipeline straight through the Middle East. Yeah, the one that's going to give essentially Russia a majority control of not saying shit Europe's, about it. Yep. Europe's power. Yeah. So excuse me, they have not announced their support. They are. They're just quiet. Silently supportive of it. I know. Yeah, they they certainly didn't come out and say we're fucking for this project. But they've yep. been asked about it several times. Jen Sackin, she's like, you know, we're just not going to talk about it. Whatever. No, it's no big deal. So, but know. yeah, they're trying to start a war with Russia, man. I swear, letting that stuff happen so that the world can get in the situation that NATO is now held hostage. All, the majority of their their energy, their power, will be reliant on. Russia. Well, can you imagine, you know, if you start to see more and more Russian forces in the Middle East to try and help protect this pipeline, something happens, American forces accidentally kill Russians or Russians accidentally kill Americans. It's got to go right through Syria, right? That's that. Mm. Oh, it has to. It's like right near where we bombed. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's all. What is that pipeline called? And And we've had this discussion before, right? In Libya and in Syria, when you are seeing forces that are backed by the russians and our american backed forces are actively there doing battle with russian backed forces like that's this is a proxy battle with the russians we've talked about it. it's a proxy war with the russians that's yep. all that this is this is a russian money versus american money paying other people to fight for us yep that's how we fight wars now it's fun we just have other people do it to the point and now we because now we start to see the biden administration the biden administration address the reports of <clears throat> Russian bounties for the Taliban, you know, on American soldiers. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. They're, cause that, cause now that they're kinda, talking about, they're talking that, about Yeah. They died like, off real quick. Yeah. They're bringing it back now. You know, they're like, this is unacceptable. Like, blah, blah, blah. Don't, We're investigating this. Don't like it. Even though before it was completely unconfirmed, we couldn't be talking about Especially it. Especially when you spent the last four years insinuating that R- Russia like essentially appointed a president of the United States. You spent the last four years saying that it was a, an illegitimate president due to Russian interference. And now you're just going to go ahead and escalate that some more. It seems like a really good idea. I'm, I'm slightly concerned about the future, my friend. I don't know about you. Well, um, you know, with a Raytheon board member yeah. as the secretary of defense, I who also led at least a vast majority of the Middle Eastern theater or hmm. you know I guess you I guess you can't really call it a theater cuz it's not technically a war right yeah. it's a you know just a military it's, action right it's the Middle Eastern theater um <clears throat> I, I would so I would be, like I said oh, I would be holy Kathy holy shit Kathy got in there when we were talking about cobra and I had the screen on the other side my yeah, I'm okay. sorry Kathy money um, do you think we're going to have a 15 an hour? Oh, yeah. The bill did pass. Yep, yep, yep. There was other things attached years ago, plus a tobacco tax under a transportation bill. Yeah, that's just how things have been done. Most people go into the state insurance because they cannot af- afford COBRA. And that's, it should yep. be stated, right? State insurance is better insurance than COBRA insurance. Congress passed the... Equality, equality legislation, Act. yeah. So the, yeah, the Equality Act. We might poke on that a little bit. Um, does that count for something good they did? No, no. The Equality Act is uh, a, a dangerous, dangerous, dangerous piece of legislation, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, 
it's, it's it sounds nice it sounds good but we when that once that kind of gets a little closer i think we might have to do a deep dive into that quality act because i don't think we've done that yet we t- we've talked about it. i know like we've talked past, about it because right? i have something in my book where we talked about it um and cobra is the private insurance yep the Equality Act is one of those things that we've discussed in the past that, or like things we've discussed in the past, that on its face doesn't sound like a bad thing. Yeah. But carries with it a lot of overreaching connotations mm-hmm. and implications. That's what I'm looking yeah. for that will negatively affect what are considered now to be marginalized groups yes right and we've already started to see this i just want to remind everyone we talk about things like this and we're going to talk more about it on our private social or on our personal social media i am at salt of the street on twitter and at alpaca underscore donovan on instagram he's a big bird off you on both of those things if you're watching us on youtube thank you very much youtube at salt of the streets instagram at salt of the streets facebook at salt of the streets book facebook you can find all this salt of the streets.com i like how you always work that into that I leave love us it. a rating and a review if you're listening to this as a podcast if you're watching us on youtube now live or later give us a thumbs up give us a share and a comment and all of those things it helps everyone find us i believe that's everything thank you very much so nailed it we talk about these things a lot um and we've already started to see this right Mm -hmm. and mom i'm going to address you directly because you're here in the comments now we've talked right when the Biden administration flipped over was it title nine title nine right reverse the decision that donald trump made for title nine right the progressive left was like, thank God we don't hate, uh, you know, trans people or whatever anymore. We love women, right? Mm-hmm. But we saw that immediately have implications of young girls losing their scholarships because there are, were, and again, we're not placing our, our, trying to read that. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not going to address that. Um, <laughs> and okay. <clears throat> i'm just not going to mm-hmm. and so we have started to see young school-age girls lose their scholarships because trans people have transitioned and started to compete in sports for the opposite gender and yeah. those people have lost their scholarships so they're rightly deserving five. right yeah. and and this is just one example of things like this that are extremely dangerous right and it it's a tough one because on its face like you said there's a lot of feel-good stuff in there. And it begs a discussion that there are already legal protections for many, the vast majority of these groups. Maybe not exactly as they are stated, right? Yeah. Because gender identity is an open discussion of... Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? I do. There are many people who don't follow that same ideology. And so to enshrine something like that into federal law is extremely dangerous. It would be like repealing the Hyde Amendment. That's something that I would compare it to because it bears moral implications that you are forcing people who don't agree with that to abide by that. Mm -hmm. And there are many people who I've seen try to compare this to um, like the Civil Rights Act. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, well, we don't let people, you know, tell black people that they can't start somewhere. And like, well, that, that's fine. We also don't let people discriminate against trans people because they're trans. Yeah. Like, that's not even now. You can't yeah. do that. You cannot refuse to serve people who are trans. That is against the law. It's, that's against the law. If that's why. Yeah. That, if, that's what yeah. I'm saying. That's yeah. exactly what I and just said. And that's saying. the problem. You cannot discriminate yep. against somebody who is trans because they are trans. Yep. That is against the law. This does not change that. Nope. This enshrines more layers of protection for people 
that their social standing, to put it lightly, mm-hmm. is not on the same level for everybody. And I'm not trying to prioritize any given group or certain group of individuals, but there's a whole discussion, like I said, about gender identity, about all these things that is not clear enough i feel to enshrine these things into federal law and that's not saying that there doesn't deserve to be a discussion because mm-hmm. there absolutely does 100 but it also needs to be an informed and scientific discussion in which people's feelings are really not yeah. talked about that much because we this need the science bro discussion we so need the science so that is what i would say to quickly that. about the equality act yeah. um because that did get passed by that house and because, I mean, this was back, too. I mean, they, they came up with this right out the get-go. Um, That's what I'm trying to find Congress. because I know that I have it written down in here somewhere that we talked I mean, about it. Because I think it was one of the first agenda items they did back in last year's Congress. Or, no, two years ago. Um, and it's still, I mean, it carries H.R. 5. I mean, this Equality is... Act passed the House 236 to 173. This was episode 59. 59. Yeah, we talked about that. So we're at episode 103 right now. So it's probably around midtermies, maybe. Mm-hmm. maybe. This is this is actually Equality Act infrastructure, abortion. So this might have been when Haley was on. Oh, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because we were also talking about Masterpiece Cake Shops. Yep. Um, so. Wow. I love being able to, when you flip yeah. back into the Bible like Episode that. Episode 59. Pull it out. Is what I have written so down dope. for the Equality Act. And it might even be in here before that if it was passed already. Wow. So That's so dope. You just reach back and yeah, it's 59. So there this is. isn't, yeah, this isn't something that's new. The Equality Act has been around for a while. It was yeah. just as... And it's been passed Controversial before. then, yeah. It's been passed by the House um, more than once. But yeah. every time there's a new Congress, yeah, if, if it doesn't go anywhere, you're going to right, vote on Right, right. This you know? was just after the Green New Deal was proposed. This was just after oh, wow. Kirsten Nielsen resigned. So this was actually just after the Kids in Cages thing happened <laughs> because that's when Kirsten Nielsen resigned. So. Yeah. So wow. there you go. Stephen Miller is reported to be overhauling Homeland Security. Yeah. <laughs> Stephen Miller, like, looking back on it, like, his involvement in the entirety of the executive branch. He's a crazy person. The dude was in everything. Yeah. He was running the show, bro. He was the the Trump's Cheney. That's who it was. Yes. He was Trump's Cheney. Yeah. Yeah, because Mike Pence didn't do nothing. (laughs) He was very, very passive. Yeah, so I would, I can say that if the Equality Act goes further mm-hmm. we will definitely do a deep dive on it and the same thing with 50 dollars minimum wage yep. um we're we weren't prepared to discuss it today so we're not going to have a whole conversation about it, but i think we addressed yeah. it you know that it garners or deserves a much larger discussion than to just be shoved on the back of a bill and expect people to vote on it without having hours of discussion about how this is going to affect businesses about how it's going to benefit because there's no doubt that it'll Schools. benefit there's no doubt it will benefit people there's no doubt right yeah people making more money is good for people there's no doubt about that that's not the question yeah the question is that she gets hot as a woman over equal rights equal pay well that's we i mean we've talked about that a lot of times i'm not gonna we're, we're, address, we don't need to re-dive into no, that i'm not gonna address that um, um but anyways, I would, I think the one thing that I would uh-huh. say is that there 
are no rights in America that men are guaranteed that women are not. This is very true. That that is the objective reality of that situation and i would not tell anybody that their feelings are wrong or that they have not experienced things but as it sits the rights that are guaranteed to men are 100 percent the same as the rights that are guaranteed there to women. are no legal uh hurdles to to pass there's none as far as that goes I mean, then we you know, when you start talking, talking about, about individual and people and, and like that's what I'm saying like I wouldn't deny anybody so circumstantial their experience but I their lived experience bro I think to try and say that someone doesn't have the same rights as somebody else is objectively false and I that's you don't, you don't have to think it it is objectively that's false that's all that I'm going to address on that so that's right. the last thing that I have for Biden you said you have one you had one so one thing else right with schools 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 yes the school reopenings right and we've kind of touched yes. on a little bit so far but the the back and forth nature of school reopenings right um there's been a lot there's been a heavy push because this is directly related it's all directly tied to covid right the covid numbers are insanely down they're like 77 percent down from where we were uh, last month or something yeah. like that. I mean, they're wild down. So everybody's asking, you know, when can our kids go back to school? When when are the schools reopening? Every state is doing it different, obviously. Right, because we've had Florida. My cousin, Caitlin, yep. is a teacher in Florida. They've been in school, I think, they did, like, all of last year. We have some Oh, yeah, kids. some schools never closed. We have some kids here that are going, like, younger kids are going to yeah. school right now. I think now. it's a it's K like through a three reopening. right now yeah. or something like that. But, yeah, I mean, I've seen school buses out on the road mm-hmm. out there during the day. It pissed me off being all slow and stuff yeah but uh probably safer that way (laughs) but uh but yeah so some people are doing it but the big question is you know as far as the administration goes what's their stance on school reopenings because it's been so tied to uh, the availability of the vaccine right right and that's been because there's been a push from the teachers unions that the teachers unions even though Catholic says trump is now speaking at cpac word so let's hope the universe doesn't implode well, that i will be yeah yeah <laughs> that i will be watching tomorrow for sure i can't wait um oh what the fuck will, oh teachers union right yep. there have been pushed from from the teachers unions that they want vaccinations for teachers before they go back yes right they want you that mandatory god king anthony fauci come out and say vaccines are not a requirement to reopen schools yep. so long as you do it safely following these other things that's not a guideline you don't have to have vaccinations yep. teachers unions say eat my asshole we don't care we want fucking vaccinations or we're not going back and a lot of them also are tying in things like equity we need equity too before we go back a lot of these teachers unions are really feeling their power chicago washington dc you know i mean these are some of the biggest unions in the nation i mean a lot of them uh the afl cio i want to say who were you know the leader of that was partially responsible for that shadow campaign to elect biden all of a sudden now they they got him in the office but now they want to control him even further to make sure they he does whatever it is that they want to do right we had the director of the cdc officially you know on a in a uh public capacity yeah public capacity press conference during a press conference i don't know why i couldn't think of that openly say like it is not a requirement to go back to school and so the media starts to press these right. uh, Biden, Harris. They talk to uh, Kamala Harris, this press secretary too. Like, well, they're and, talking about, and they won't 
they won't say it. No. They will not say it. The best they can do is, well, we're going to make teachers a, you know, of course, when it comes to the vaccine, teachers need to be a priority. Right. That's our stance. Should So should teachers be required to get the vaccine before going back to school? Well, teachers need to be a priority when it comes to the vaccine. Which has, which has <laughs> brought up discussions from anti-union, especially like anti-union conservatives that are yes. like, I'm sorry, is your focus the teachers or the children? Yes. Like, what are we really talking about here? Is it the teachers or the children? Which and, I could... And it's not either. As, as a union rep, I could see the argument going either way. Right. You know, because you... If you work for the union, the children do not pay union dues. You know? And I'm not I'm not an anti-union guy, but I'm like, if you work for the union, your focus is the union, what's best for the union members, mm-hmm. the people that are in there. So your focus is gonna, could oh, be, be the teachers, yes. right? should be. It could also be the students because the end goal of all of this is what's best for the students. Exactly. So I, <laughs> I could see it going either way, depending on what your personal ideology is on on the subject this is true but it, it does it, seem interesting especially and to add to your cdc uh-huh. point that the director of the cdc like it's not a requirement there also hasn't been you know a bunch of evidence that teachers are going to get like or they have been getting crazy sick from yeah. being at school you know yeah. they've only just started to show some outbreaks from gyms you know that was yep. a big thing for a long time it's like yeah, people aren't even gyms. getting sick here it's only been just a handful of yep. outbreaks that have been at gyms the vast majority of people are fine gyms were clean the most the science, of the time anyway because people are wiping shit down oh, when they're yeah. the machines like that's it's oh, a yeah. common courtesy you know what i'm saying and now it's oh, a yeah. requirement during COVID. so which come on now of yeah course. so you even <laughs> yeah it, it's crazy you know so in other words we're not going to get any kind of strong push on the federal level to to push these teachers unions into getting back to work so that our our children that need to go to school right to get social interaction. I mean, I mean, there's so many benefits to going to school, even if the curriculum that they're teaching is garbage. Even because for... I think it mostly is, but there's still right. a massive benefit to learn social skills, to learn how to interact with other people, basic things like, you know, learning how to read and write and spell. I mean, you just, you're not going... A, a child is not going to get that staring at a computer screen. No, no. Period. That's just not going to happen. And but it doesn't matter to them because all they it's all about the power of the union at this point. Right. That's and it's all they care about. I find it especially right in their interesting pockets. that one of the big points from the Biden administration the Biden administration when they're talking about the stimulus bill, the one point nine trillion dollar stimulus bill. Mm-hmm. Like if we want to get schools back open, we have to get money to the schools, right? So they put however much money is in this bill towards the schools. Yeah. But if the vaccine plan isn't done, right, if the teachers haven't been fully vaccinated, then it doesn't matter how much money has been invested, right? Which is not to say that it's not an important aspect of the plan because obviously this money goes filtration systems and cleaning and, like, all the other things. But even if you have all of that done and the vaccine isn't done being distributed, the teachers still won't fucking go back. Like. So it's, this, it's the, wild. the focus has always, and it's it's almost like a like a smokescreen type of thing. It's like the oh, money yeah, yeah. though, like we need the money, money for the schools, money for the schools. But like, but what about the teachers union? Money for the schools. Money like, for we got to get money for the schools oh out of here. Gosh. Like I'm done. No it's more questions. So good. No. Yeah, it's so it's, a lid. it's weird, you know. It's very strange. Yeah, I mean we, it's not that strange. It's just corrupt. We did forget to mention there's a couple of things in the stimulus bill just that I wrote down here. There was mm-hmm. an expansion of the child tax credit. Yep. Um, it's like thirty. Six hundred dollars, I think now. Yeah, thirty-six hundred dollars for under six years old, three thousand for over six, and I believe you have the choice to either take it every month or take it as a chunk when you file your taxes. Like you can oh, get it as a credit when you yeah. file your taxes. Get that lump sum, baby. Or get, Don't do or you can get three hundred every month. 
you know? So I, when Jordan and I were talking about it, mm. if you, that could be the difference between one more bedroom on a house, you know what I'm saying? That could be childcare for three days a week. That could, that could be any number of things. That's you know? very true. So Having there's that $300 I can see additional the every week. I can see the benefit either way, you know, I can see it either way. Yep. Then it could be to pay for another, but like I said, a, a car, you know, that's a, a car, car payment. Exactly. You don't have to worry about paying your car exactly. payment now. So I can you know? see any number of benefits to doing it either way. You yeah. know, you could just use it. If you have most of the things, if you have, the stuff that you need because you live a, a good lifestyle and whatever, but you still get that credit, you could use that for a vacation once a year for your kid. You, you know could throw saying? in Bitcoin. All, there's any, yeah, any number of things that you could do that I think yep. are totally acceptable. That's interesting. There's a one-year child care credit. So, like, whatever you spent on child care, you can claim that on your return and get, I think, half of it back. I believe is how that works. That is um, interesting. There is $160 billion for the for the vaccine plan and $30 billion for rental assistance after the eviction ban has been extended. Yep. So, um, yeah, because everything I think just got extended out to March, uh, March yeah. from, yeah, because before it was... $400 unemployment plus $400 unemployment. I don't think I said that either. Yeah, um, it, but there's... 400 an increase up from of one, 300 yeah an increase of $100 yeah. from the, which is good it started at 6 there was a lot of controversy yeah. with the 6 there were some people yeah. who made more out of I don't really give a shit, you know. I know at that time, I know, especially yeah. now, you know what I'm saying, that those people have had to go for X amount of votes with with half of that. Yeah. If you were only making one hundred dollars more a week, then you're making two hundred dollars less a week now. Nope. I'm, I'm fine with that. It's so, weird. <laughs> it's yeah. a wash for me. I'm not really worried about it. And isn't it kind of funny that under the Trump administration, people got more money? Yes. Than what they're getting under the Biden Harris administration, which is. Starting to come out in talking points against yeah. the Biden the Biden administration, oh, yeah. and it's not looking very good. Because where, where did the two thousand dollar check concept come from? There's not really a good argument against that talking point right now. There, there so, isn't. That's a problem. <laughs> it's gonna be a problem. So, oh my gosh, it's um, so everything is so terrible, Donald. Yeah, there are I some other things. I don't understand. There are some other things in there, obviously. Those are just the real big ones that I think most people are really concerned yeah. about that are looking for. Yep. Um, yep, yep, yep. So that's – but we can – Yeah, I remember Yeah, when I came across that unemployment increase. I was like, oh, some more crumbs. That's yeah. cool. And just up in another yep. 100 bucks. That's yep. dope. I mean, whatever. Um, that's too funny. Is there anything else that you would like to hit on for schools or – No, that pretty much covered like it. I was just okay. – I'm just super angry at, at these teachers' unions because obviously you can look around and there are people going back to school. Yeah. You can do that. And teachers aren't dying in, in great waves right now. Right. Just, just do it. Yeah. Quit being lazy. Go back to work. Or somebody needs to put their foot down and tell these people – to hit the bricks you're gone at some point you gotta you gotta stand up to these unions man otherwise right. you'll never go back to school if they have all that power we're doing zoom school three days a week it's just going to be a thing you I mean jen saki back in the day you remember this when she was talking about school reopening she was hoping that with like within a year she wanted all schools right to be open right. at least one day a week for physical school uh, and then she later amended that to, I think, three days or something like that. But that is insane. Insane. Kids aren't dying from the COVID, from, from the Rona, all right? Teachers aren't going to get it from the kids. I mean, right. I think, but if we're so worried about the science, just don't look at it and just make up whatever you want. The science. To science. Whatever this is. Oh. With that, I think we can move on Letters. to Texas. Texas. Texas would be a quick little topic. That's true. Then we can move on to 
most unemployment claims I see are under $500 a week, so they would get about $2,000 a month without yeah. the additional money, which is not – like, that's not that much money. You it's not. When I worked at the it's call center – make ends meet. When I worked at the call center, I got paid every two weeks, and I think I got mm. just over $700 every two weeks. That sounds terrible. It was horrible. That sounds like a call center job. <laughs> and I made ten fifty an hour when I worked there. Woo! And so I believe, if I'm remembering correctly, that's I believe week. that's every two weeks I brought home like uh-huh. just over seven hundred bucks, like seven fifty, I think. For fuck's sakes, buddy. What I'm saying. That's so bad. So five hundred dollars a week is really not that much. And I, that was it. like that was my first job, ten fifty. There I could not yeah. have supported myself no. on that job, you know. Yeah. So that's not it's shit for money. It yeah, is. It's nothing. That's, it's shit for money. That's nothing. You that's about the best way to put it. You could support yourself one person on that, you know? Yeah, maybe. If you live yeah. by yourself, like, and rent you rent a room, in a room. Yeah. yeah. You certainly, you can't have an apartment. Nope. You're, you know, apartments, you're like at least $1,000. Like a month. Yeah. They're maybe in Bremerton and stuff. Yeah. yeah $1,200 is like yep. very common. Very, very common, which is fucking absurd. That's insane. For an apartment. Yeah. An apartment. <sighs> That's like a really, really good mortgage price around here. <laughs> it's like twelve hundred dollars a month. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah, that's like a really good mortgage payment. Yeah, you might as well. That's like, yeah, you might as well buy a house. <laughs> yeah, except for you the fact that like when you got to shell out all that money, right? But you can't. It's a system, yes. bro. It's a closed yes. loop system. Not you don't make yes. enough money to to you you barely make enough money to pay for your apartment. Yeah. How are you going to save up money? Yeah. While you're paying more for the apartment to buy a house so you can have a cheaper payment every month. It's, it's insanity. It's backwards. They don't want you to get ahead. They don't want you to win. If it's you receive up. TANF, TANF. TANF. Yeah. you only get 535 a month. TANF. What's TANF? TANF, I don't – I'm sure she'll tell us what the acronym stands for, okay. but it, it's federal assistance. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, and I believe you can get it in different rights. Like it's cash, I think. Interesting. Uh, yeah, she, I'm sure that she will comment and – and clarify for us. That's what that's like what she does. Yeah. Um, so that's yeah. Super dope that like, you know, you can have you know, I have mixed feelings about the validity of some programs or how much money's being where or how they're being run, but it's super nice to know that there are so many assistant programs I can't hardly even I can't I can't comprehend how many there are. Yeah. That's, that is kind of nice to know. If you need help, there's almost definitely a place you can go to get it. Yes. There are Definitely rules that you have to follow. Temporary, Temporary need there you assistance. Go. State welfare. Nice. There you go. There Good you deal. Go. Good deal. Okay. So, Texas, Texas, right? Texas, this will be a quick little topic. It's pretty easy to flush out if you're not a uh, partisan piece of shit. So, <laughs> poor vortex hits. Yeah. And Austin is covered in snow. Texas is just a, a white wasteland. Super cold. Yes. And Texans aren't they're not they're not used to this. They're not ready for this. And it's important to understand Texas is on independent power grids. Yes. That is a there's a historical reason for this. We're not gonna really dig into the history of it. That is the reality of the yep. situation. Um <clears throat> they long ago privatized their energy grid and they created essentially an energy marketplace yep. in which private companies could go there and advertise different rates for power and you could choose which company you want and then buy power from them because it versus most states it's like you just get the one here we have puget town energy yep that's where your power comes from that's and you have PSE, different, baby. yeah and they're like a, they're regional. regional they're like oh yeah and you can 
there are different levels of power that like you can choose, you know, like green energy or like half, you know, natural gas or whatever. Like you can like pick different, yeah. you know, that adjust plans. Kind of, yeah. adjust your rate, you know, if you have green energy yeah. is going to cost a little bit more. Like, so you can do things like that, but not hydroelectric, you, but you get your energy from Puget Sound energy yep. and there's like, you know, you can do solar and stuff like that. But even now they're like weird about people doing solar and shit. Yeah. So, they don't like that. Cause most of the time, after you put in a bunch of solar, you end up having to – you're putting more energy into the grid than Get you're checks, actually taking yeah. out, and, and you, they, they like actually have to shit. pay you. Yeah, and they don't like that shit. Like it's tough. Um, so, in many ways, prior to <laughs> Snowpocalypse in Texas – The real ener- Snowpocalypse. The energy market was like a free market wonderland for people who yeah. are proponents of free markets. And I saw many people, Ben Shapiro included, say what happened in in Texas is exactly how the free market is supposed to work. That's how the free market works, which is fine. But I would also agree that that is a market failure. Yes, that's what happened. We talked about this early in coronavirus, and we talked about things being like – things being – scalped and uh you know inflation and stuff like that like mm-hmm. we talked about these things yep. that like they're those are market failures like when people are priced out of the market like yep. that that's a oh yeah when failure, hand sanitizer you know? was they were yes. selling them on the on the download for like 200 bucks or something like that yes yeah so <clears throat> i agree but I, like i said this this would be classified as as a market failure yep. right so <laughs> the energy grid is obviously receiving a bunch of Increased demand because it's cold. People are using their heat, um, things like that. And demand, increased demand on the grid because a bunch of a bunch of the different ways that they collect energy, whether it be through natural gas or through solar panels or through the fucking the wind turbines, right? They aren't winterized because Texas is like, fuck it. We never get yeah. winter here anyway. Not it's, getting that winterized package, right. bro. So they don't pay for it. And so a bunch of the shit crashes, right? And so because of that, then there's even more demand on the parts of the grid that are working and they have to shut down parts of the grid because the entire infrastructure of America's power grid is like 60 years old and it's not made yeah. to put out the amount of energy that we demand in a consistent basis. So yep. take comfort in that, that pretty much at any moment, <laughs> if we all need too much power, everyone's going to lose it. So that's pretty cool. Um, pretty cool. So there's rolling blackout through Texas. People have power for 20 minutes at a time and then it's gone and then yeah. it's gone for several hours and then things like this happen. After it happens, conservative media immediately jumps on the wind turbines. They're like, you fucking idiots. You didn't yeah, try the wind turbines. This is fucking stupid. Green energy is for a bunch of idiots. All this shit. They kind of fucking... failed to understand that that was done during Rick Perry's time, by the way. <laughs> right. And that the wind turbines, <laughs> wind energy is like 10% of the energy in Texas, right? Yeah. It's, and it's I, up there. One of the best takes that I saw, and again, was on Rising, right? Yep. On their their uh, Team Rising things that they had. They had someone on there who was a conservative and was saying, they're like, that's true, you know, that, like, the wind turbines were having trouble. They're like, but yep. 90% of the power grid comes from not green energy, you know what I'm saying? Like, comes yep. from natural gas, comes from things like this that were also failing, which is why no one had fucking power. Like, to completely yep. ignore that is to, is to ignore over half of the problem because only 10% of it is wind yep. energy. Like, so... I don't remember the exact number, but it was... And, I mean, 10% is not a small number. No, When you're no. talking about that either because, you know. One-tenth. Yeah, right. one-tenth, which is, yeah, it's still a lot, especially when you think yeah. about the green energy costs at that point. But, um, but yeah, it's it's wild that that's all it takes. And the right? 
Yeah, and we should clarify more. The market failures we were talking about, right? Yes. When yes. these rolling blackouts are happening and then people get their power back. Because it's free market, it's supply and demand, the price is going to fluctuate. It's not fixed to anything. So when there's nobody using power, the power companies have to make way more money off of the power that's available. So the the cost fucking skyrockets. Yeah. So people get bills literally for $16,000. People are receiving power bills for one month for $16,000 thousand dollars because of the way that this man market works it makes a brother want to go to cancun that's that's the time in which i would say this is a market failure yeah that's not how this is supposed to work yep. i'm all for free markets because in general it works good for the people of texas they yeah. pay less money they have more autonomy they have more choices things are better for them yep. they have to choose the kind of energy they're getting it from all kinds of shit yeah if you want a like cool concept know, think that it's great that's Stephen said, utilities are a monopoly and suck money out of all of us. When you only have oh, one yeah. choice, they can do whatever the fuck they want. Just they like can, cable companies. They can decide Ugh. that hydroelectric power is not a green energy, and so it doesn't count because it kills too many animals and all this shit, right? Yeah. They can do things like that. All them, all them fish get caught up in them turbines. All, all the fish, bro. <laughs> Dangerous. The deer that goes swimming across yeah. the... Whoa. That got dark. Grimy. So... But that's where ground venison comes from. Oh my God, you're horrible. That was that was a stretch. So there are a few lessons to be taken from this. I think. I think so. Right. I think so. Don't be a partisan asshole. Because Word. You sell people a false story because I think most people hearing this, if they didn't do research on all sides of the spectrum, only heard one half of that. Oh yeah. You know, I'm like well, if, yeah, fucking windmills freezing. If you're only listening to like left leaning media, then you just hear about the mayor of Texas or the governor of Texas and all these mayors that are blaming green energy. Right? Yeah. That's that's their spin is oh the conservatives just don't like green energy and the conservative spin is that green energy sucks right. Both fucking stupid takes on the situation because yep. that's not really what we're talking about right now. Nope. Just really fucking stupid. When it, when it takes two people like us ten minutes to break down the reality of the situation on a fucking podcast that seven people are watching. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are, what are we really talking about here? What are we doing here? Do we really have media or do we have people who are getting paid to say whatever the fuck they want and make you believe it? Yep. What do we really have here? Because we're doing this for free. So we're losing money to do this, and we're happy to do it. Happy, baby. <laughs> so, Super happy. It's actually the best part of my every other week. Excellent. It's excellent. my favorite time. Other lessons to be drawn, like we said, yep. market failure. Free markets are great. There are market failures. There needs to be stabilizers built in mm -hmm. so people don't have $16,000 power bills when they really only had power for like 20 minutes. Yeah. And that, yeah, I'm sure, is good. something that would get fixed. You Certainly make that phone not, call, right. be like, don't yeah. worry about it. Exactly. Don't worry about it. They're, it was sorted out, right? Yeah. But there is no reason people should receive sixteen thousand yeah. dollar bills, right? I'm, I'm it's not... like when you get a bill from like the the hospital or something like that that's yeah. covered under your insurance, but you still get you see that number go, huh? Yeah. Why? Why? Did, then you call your insurance company and panic. They're like, oh yeah, don't worry about that. Yeah. They're that's, like, no, that's you're fine. good. You're good. This is pre-adjusted. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So oh, right. I, I I appreciate that because yeah, these people didn't have to pay their sixteen thousand dollar bills. Yeah. Obviously, the Energy Renewal Council of Texas or whatever, they're like, mm -hmm. no, 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 that's not that's not, that's not how this is going to work. But yeah, there's no reason that that's how this should work. There needs to be stabilizers built into a market like this if this is how you're going to operate. Yeah, I think this is going to be good lessons to all of them. Obviously, pay the extra money, winterize your shit. We're in climate yeah. change. Things are fucking insanity. Get some and yeah, and, and looking at it too, it's like. That, that polar vortex doesn't happen that often, no. but it happens often enough that you should, that you should probably it. plan for it. Right, because you know, that, now, like, at least, let's let's hindsight 2020 this thing. Right. All right. Let's get some snow plows. Let's get some salt. Yeah. Stock, you know, just stockpile that thing in a, 
in, in some warehouses, some places. I mean, come on. The big counterpoints were like Minnesota and something else that have the same systems, but they're winterized. They're like, and they yeah. didn't lose power at all. Huh. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Stupid. They live in the Arctic, bro. They're used to it. Right. They Stupid. run that way. Texans so, walk around in shorts and flip-flops all year long. It's all bullshit. And cowboy boots. I think that's it as far as Texas. Yeah. yeah it was I, just, good. I just wanted to make sure that we hit that because yeah. I, there was so much bullshit surrounding it, you know? Oh, yeah. Because it was, yeah, it was just this web of disinformation. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was terrible. And, and I knew the weekend. And it was it so quickly. simple. It's just, yes, we had, they had a system in place and it wasn't ready for that. Nobody was ready for it. Apparently, nobody has, you know, the weather app on their phone. Anybody that has any real power in Texas, apparently. But hey, whatever. That's fine. It all came on real quick. Which is why I would jet out to Cancun, just like Ted Cruz did. <laughs> and then he, then he's like, he tried to play into it, like it's, oh yeah, it's big jokes on me, ha ha ha. Yeah. He, he joked about it at, at uh, CPAC too, and to no applause, <laughs> which was sad. Not funny. It was Ted. like a, it was like a, it was a bombing comic, dude. It was so uncomfortable. Oh man, that was one phone company, Ma Bell, until yeah. 1980. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the the utility racket. Is a racket. Yes. It's weird. And, and we're all arguing to try to make the internet the same thing. Seems like a great idea. <laughs> it seems like a safe place to run, but it's a really bad idea. I hate it. Um, word. Woca Cola. Oh, I had that wrote, written down. That's Woca Cola. Really As just a, a, a nice little palate yes. cleanser before we, we go on. We'll probably do the letters next. Yep, that's um, what I have. I actually wrote, what the fuck, Dems? What the fuck, Dems? <laughs> I went two Dem letters to TV networks. That's my note. Yeah. That's my talking point on that one. Yeah. So th let's talk about Woke Cola real quick. How amazing was that little side story about how Woke Coca-Cola went? It's dark, bro. It's, it's so dark. bad. Try to be less white, right? Try to if, be less white. Anybody who doesn't know what we're talking it's about, dark. there's... Many different places you can go to get a fuller story on yeah. it, but there was some LinkedIn articles or LinkedIn posts that were leaked from a Coca-Cola training video that was being required yes. for all Coca-Cola employees. They all had to watch um, this and go to the, it's, you know, it's the sensitivity training. That set out a list of characteristics and what is that her? are, you know, attributed to whiteness. Yep. And then a list of ways in which to you could actively try to be less white to try and be more anti-racist. Anti-racist because what oh, white fragility. Yeah, yeah, Robin D'Angelo. Yeah, Robin D'Angelo. That cuz that's who did the that's video. That's who created this training. And I'm like, "Oh my god, we're yeah. actually there. Coca-Cola drank the be less white." And they told all their employees to be less white. All their white employees to be less white. Yeah. And actually, well, everyone, because whiteness is now more of a verb or an adjective. It, it, it describes many things about different things, including power structures and hierarchies, and it's all part of whiteness. So if we right. all, everyone has got a little whiteness in them somewhere. Even though I was pretty sure that to say something like, oh, that's a black thing. Like, that's like racist, right? Super, because super I, racist. I don't, whether or not I would call it that, right? Not yeah. that's. I was You're just not being anti-racist. To, to, pres to prescribe an objective thing to a particular group of people is racist because yep. how could I possibly assume that they would all be doing the same That's thing? That's just right? your whiteness speaking, Donovan, for sakes. Get it together. Get it together. You need to tone down some of that whiteness. Right. Anyways, so let's talk about these letters, bro. At least the drone squad is black. <laughs>
I want a shirt that says that. At least the drone squad is black. That's what Thank I want. Thank you, Jen Saki. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Democrat glitter. So February twenty second. Um, yeah, February twenty second. House Democrats send letters to telecommunications companies and tech CEOs about hosting conservative news companies. I think these this letter is short enough we can just read it. Yeah, because uh, there's you there's it, one page. Uh, let's see here. So we'll just we'll I'll, I'll give it a shot here. <clears throat> and then after we read this it, we'll read one. all of the people that received this letter. Oh yes, because there's a there's a gang of them. So this this first one I love the best because it's the name. Yeah. The He's the CEO of AT&T, Mr. Stanky. John T. Stanky. John T. Stanky. So it says, Dear Mr. Do the Stanky. stanky leg. <laughs> do, the, do the Stanky Leg. Oh, that was like a th- – yeah, because like, you do the thing and the Stanky Leg. I don't remember. Yeah. I'll show but anyways, you the Stanky Leg. Our country's public discourse is plagued by misinform- misinformation, disinformation, both – things uh this conspiracy theories with, and lies with the letterhead congress of the united states washington oh, yes. dc 20515 yes this is official congressional letterhead so these phenomena undergird the radicalization of seditious individuals who committed acts of in of insurrection on january 6th and it contributes to a glowing distrust of public growing distrust of public health measures necessary to crush the pandemic we are concerned about the role at&t so you'll be able to fill that blank in on all these letters with whatever company it is. Plays in disseminating disseminating misinformation to millions of its U-verse, DirecTV, and AT&T TV subscribers. And we write to you today to request additional information, additional information about what actions AT&T is taking to address these issues. Nearly half of Americans get their news primarily from TV. And then they... They start to cite sources in here, too. There's an entire page of sources that they use, which we'll go over the sources, too, because there's stuff to talk about there. However, not all TV news sources are the same. Some some purported news outlets have long been misinformation, rumor mills, and conspiracy theory hotbeds and produce content that leads to real harm. See reference, too. Misinformation on TV has led to our current pollute polluted information environment that radicalizes individuals to commit seditious acts and rejects public health best practices among other issues in our public discourse. Experts have noted that the right-wing media ecosystem is, quote, much more susceptible, dot, 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 to disinformation, lies, and half-truths, end quote. And just for anybody who doesn't know, when there's dot, dot, dots in the middle of a quote, that means there's more shit in between those two fucking parts of the sentence so i'd be interested to hear what that is yeah right well yeah and fucking that's, assholes dude and that's quoted too i mean that's a source number four so they pulled that from somewhere uh, right-wing media outlets like newsmax one american news network oann and fox news are all aired misinformation about the november 2020 elections for example both newsmax and oann ran in quote ran incendiary reports end quote of false information following the elections and com- and continue to support quote an angry and dangerous subculture that will continue and continue to operate semi openly end quote as a violent mob was breaching the doors of the Capitol, Newsmax coverage called the scene a quote sort of a romantic idea. Fox News meanwhile has spent years spewing misinformation about American politics. These same networks 
also have had key vectors of spreading misinformation related to the pandemic. A media watchdog found that over 250 cases of COVID-19 misinformation on Fox News in just one five-day period. An economist demonstrated the Fox News had a demonstrable impact on non-compliance with public health guidelines. One online platform suspended and demonetized OANN's channel online because it was spreading COVID-19 misinformation. <clears throat> Newsmax was amplified, has, Newsmax has amplified allegations that members of the Chinese Communist Party helped to develop the COVID-19 vaccine. Something being actively investigated by the Biden administration as we speak. So sadly, these facts are not new. One popular television show aired a segment about OANN last April that included a dire warning. The kind of misinformation OANN is spewing right now could end up getting people killed. Yet, to our knowledge, the cable, satellite, and other over-the-top companies, over-the-top companies that disseminated these media outlets to American viewers have done nothing to respond to the misinformation aired by these outlets. AT&T currently, <clears throat> currently carries Fox News, Newsmax, and OANN, and UVerse, DirecTV, and AT&T TV. As a company that serves 17 million Americans, AT&T plays a major role in the spread of dangerous misinformation that endangered <clears throat> the ins that enabled the insurrection on January 6th and hinders our public health response to the current pandemic. It is for these reasons we ask you to provide us with responses to the following questions about AT&T's policies toward content carried on UVerse DirecTV and AT&T TV by March 8th. So they want their answers by March 8th. <clears throat> March 8th. Question number one. What moral or ethical principles, including those related to journalistic integrity, violence, medical information, public health, do you apply to deciding which channels to carry or when to take adverse reaction against those channels? Two. Do you require, do you require through contracts or otherwise that the channels you carry abide by any content guidelines if so please provide a copy of the guidelines how many of your subscribers tuned into fox news newsmax and oan on uverse direct tv and at&t tv for each of the four weeks preceding the november 3rd 2020 election and the january 6 2021 attack on the capitol please specify the numbers of subscribers that tuned into each channel Four. So they hmm. want to know, this just just for anybody who didn't yes. hear that, they want to know how many people that subscribed to AT&T watched any of these channels in the weeks leading up to the Capitol. Yep. They want to know if you watched it. That's what it is. They want to know who out there is watching this stuff, and then they're trying to hold these companies accountable for those people participating in in bad think for, for, not, for, enforcing for not enforcing moral them. guidelines yes moral guidelines that are entirely subjective moral or ethical principles <sighs> bro okay so number four what steps did you take prior to on and following the november 3rd 2020 election and january 6 2020 attacks to monitor respond to and reduce the spread of disinformation including encouragement or incitement of violence by channels your company dis 
disseminates to millions of Americans. Please describe each step that you took and when it was taken. Number five. Josh said OAN is a joke of a network. OAN, OAN is a joke. They That's are a, a total OAN joke OAN is of a, a joke. <laughs> That's, don't it's, take this as a defense for these fucking insanities. Hard no. That's, a, that's, a, that's not what we're doing here. Number five. Have you taken any adverse action against the channel, include, in, against a channel, including Fox News, Newsmax, OAN, for using the platform to disseminate disinformation related directly to the, you know, November 3rd and 6th. I'm not even going to keep going. Have you ever taken any action against the channel for using your platform to disseminate disinformation? Are you planning to continue carrying Fox News, Newsmax, ONN, UVerse, so on and so forth? If so, why? So, you have two sitting members of Congress now uh, reaching out to... So we have AT&T. We've got Verizon. We've got Roku. Amazon, Apple, Comcast, Charter Communications. Communications. Got to be another telecom. Yeah, that's another telecompany for sure. Dish Network, Cox Communication. I know Cox. I used to have Cox Cable. Cox, Cox. Uh, yep, and that was it. And so we said we'd talk about their sources real quick. Um, so we have, let's see, a Washington Post article that we use as as a citation we have journalism.org pew research study usa today articles um new york times articles whoa hey how are you go back there oh we, we, we articles that you there. actually can't even search for because yep. that page can't be found so <laughs> that page can't be found. that's nice yep more washington post oh this one's good La- an episode of last week tonight with John Oliver is cited as a source. Um, CNN. What's another one? AT and T. So you're talking about news articles and op-ed pages and an episode of an HBO show. These are their their cited sources for writing these letters here. Do you know, Colin, <sighs> that you could you could that is so using crazy. strictly salt of the streets. Mm-hmm. As source material, yes, you could craft a letter with just as many citations that would argue the same for CNN, MSNBC, and essentially any left-leaning media group that is actively aired oh, on these yeah. exact same telecom mediums. Oh, we'd have so much more. We, so, we would t- we would eviscerate them. Com- I, when you took our letter compared to their letter, it would. Like, they'd have to shut down all their networks. I have just <laughs> just a few things here. Just, oh. like, four things that I marked down that were consistent narratives on left-leaning media okay. that proved to not be the way that they characterized it. I right? Wait. I can't wait. The first one would be Russiagate. Yes. You had me. 100%. Right? You had me. I stood here. We were here, and I was like, yep. I'm telling you, he might be an agent of Russia. Like, it might <laughs> we, be a thing. We you might had do me. it. You had me. Right? And HBO is owned by AT&T. Josh, I'm pretty sure last week tonight is on HBO. It is. I used to watch it all the time. And then HBO is owned by AT&T. So that, that, that's interesting. That they cite that as one of their sources. Well, I guess, yeah, because you watched it as a source. Right. Either way, that's The wild. second one would be impeachment number one. Impeachment number one. Rushgate. You almost had me. 2.0. Right? Almost had me. Because, oh, wait. Ukrainian because, phone call. 
Because up until, like, it was up until the day the impeachment started, I was like, I'm for it, I'm here. And yep. that first day we are talking to each other, and I was like, this isn't this isn't right, man. Like, this isn't the way to go. This isn't, this it. isn't it. So you almost had me. Number three would be Kavanaugh, right? Yeah. You fucking Ooh. had me. Because we even sat here, and I was like, fuck him. Why would she lie? Why would she be lying? That's crazy. And then her friends were like, no, that's not true. <laughs> that's not true. When your friends turn against The you. next one peaceful protest literally flames behind reporters like shit looks good over here that's one of those gangs all here mostly true so and again i'm not i'm I'm not not defending the quality of the content that comes from any of these channels or mediums that are mentioned because as josh said that's the hard part it's shit it's terrible it's absolute shit they're garbage but to try and say that this shit isn't the same as that shit <laughs> is bullshit. That's wrong. That's not true. This shit, that shit, bullshit. There's no di- at least at least Fox News when they get sued, they're like, "Dog, you can't even really expect that we're news, right? Like, <laughs> we're we're an entertainment company. They're crowded. You can't even. They are like, and I'm again, I'm not defending their content, but at least Fox News owns where they're at. They're like, true. We are not a fucking news channel. We are entertainment television." That's where we're at. We talk about the news. We are entertainment television, right? And it's certainly, you could argue, because it definitely is a way, a veil for them of protection against legal, you know, uh, prosecution. But at least they are honest about the content that they are creating. Like, we are entertainment. This is, if you're getting your news here, you're probably a little bit stupid because <laughs> this is fucking entertainment, right? The same thing as Steven Crowder. If you're yeah. getting your news there, you're going to get some some information. You're probably a little bit stupid because a lot of that is fits his agenda yep. and cut and dried and pasted specifically to fit what he is saying. That's why whenever he talks about something, it just it makes so much sense. Yes. <sighs> the same it's, way. It's tailor-made to be that yes. way for you. The same way that it happens on Fox News. The yep. same way it happens on OAN. The same way it happens on CNN and MSNBC yep. and fucking ABC that, like we talked about earlier, are making the same arguments that they argued against Four yep. years ago, when Donald Trump launched his first airstrikes on the airfields in Syria, when that happened, these same arguments were made and attacked by ABC. Yep. And now it's being used to justify something that works for them. And I could almost forgive everybody for doing it if they all didn't take the stance that they're objective news media. None of them are. None of them provide anything worthwhile. All, well, comparatively on on the on on balance we'll say right and they just they just won't admit what they truly are right and so they everybody buys into them like like they are objective news reporters like they're objective sources of information and occasionally you get you get objective you know facts you get you get objective stories occasionally but like by and far every single one of these networks is built for they're tailor-made for a specific audience to fit a narrative to fit a yeah because they want to talk to those people not those people those are our customers these are who we like it has nothing to do with the news at all like it's news-based entertainment and if everybody would just come out and admit that i would almost be okay with it when i would say the only big difference at that point is that there's only one side that's calling for the other side to be silenced yeah yeah. Right. And I bring that up because, you you know, I talked about this, this, this letter from from House Democrats comes just off the back of Brian Stelter on January 30th 
arguing in favor of limiting the reach of these very companies, of these very yep. news companies, of these entertainment companies, right? Because, in his argument, limiting someone's reach is not the same as censoring them. I've never heard any of these other conservative media groups call for left-leaning media to be removed from the airways so people can't no. hear it. It's a dark day in American Not history when, when the right side of the aisle, when the conservatives are the ones standing by free free speech ideals. Like, how did, how did that happen? They used happen? to be the one burning books, you know what yep. I'm saying? And now, like, when, just when even when I was growing up, you know, yep. Republicans are the ones that want to limit your free speech. They don't want you to say whatever you want. They yep. only want you to say things that fit their narrative. But Amazon is pulling pulling books off their shelves because uh, they're hateful. That's where we're at today. It's it's none of it's good. None of it's good. And this letter by two sitting Congress people going after private networks, telling them that these specific ones, like I want to know, because that is such a viewership numbers. It's just a, it's a it's such a bitchy letter. It's like, hey, we're gonna sit here on our high horse and well, what exactly did you do to stop? january 6th from happening like what exactly did you do you didn't do anything did you no well can you put that on we're going to call you in here for i'm surprised they haven't tried to move for some kind of a hearing at this point because that is yeah if you i would be suing the shit out of these people if i was a company that got that letter i'd be like no 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 no. you don't get to do this right this is ridiculous what type of statutory guidelines are any of these telecom companies required to enforce other than the FCC guidelines that are yep. there to make something safe for people to consume? Which, by the way, which is why we're not going to do AM radio. And we'd be, we'd be getting fines up the ass. <laughs> <laughs> we're not playing that game, bro. God damn it. God damn it, government. You got me again. Yep. So um, but yeah. that's, that's my thing. When they're talking about moral and ethical guidelines you know what are you enforcing yeah. along this line why what there's no about? objective way to enforce that no. outside of what's being done by the fcc fcc is making sure nobody's getting killed nobody's getting hurt no animals are getting yeah. hurt none of this shit you could, you could swear all... you could swear like a few times but you can only say these specific things we well, have all these little rules about what you can stuff, and can't do on broadcast even a lot of that stuff is more about like advertisements than it yeah. is about actual guidelines you know yeah, it's the advertisements like won't give you money the advertisers won't give yeah. you money if you don't if you do these things yeah. the fcc even has looser guidelines of the advertisers you know it's insanity so to think that yeah. the federal government would be asking for them to imp- to apply even more strict guidelines based off of what can only be subjective ethical ethics and morals yep. is extremely disturbing. Yeah. Yeah, because you're t- you're right there. Ethics and morals. If that is not subjective and will vary between different people, even if you believe generally in the same thing, no two people for the most part are going to really truly agree in the same thing about what a right. what a network right. should and shouldn't be able to broadcast. Because the only objective ethical and moral guidelines that you could put in place would be ones that would be constitutionally founded yeah those already exist with the fcc you know what i'm saying yeah like constitutional guidelines already exist because you you have to give everyone a free platform other than the fucking news who no longer has to represent both sides right they Mm -hmm. can present a story however they want like though that's the only thing that any company should be forced to 
apply is to do and to make sure that you are abiding by constitutional guidelines. Well, the law. Well, I mean, yeah, because but, what you're talking about essentially is that those communications all decency act. All the yep. laws have to be constitutional. You know well, what I'm saying? Yeah. So they should be. Saying. <laughs> that, well, that's what I'm saying. Be. The only thing you can apply would be something that's constitutionally based. That's true. You know, free speech, baby. Outside of that, yep. what else should you be enforcing? Yeah. You know, nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing. Whatever you that channel wants to make. Let it do it. Yes. Because, yeah, but we can't allow that, Donovan, because they're spreading dangerous, dangerous ideas. we got to shut them down. Force them underground to the dark recesses of the Internet. It's deeply disturbing. That's, it's, it's, I don't know what's more disturbing. Like What they're asking... For what I they're trying you. to do, or the fact that these people are sitting Congress people and that think that it's okay for them There's to do nothing this. Wrong with it at right? All. If you really have a problem with them being able to do whatever it is that they're doing, just being right wing media, whatever you call it, then go after it in like legislation. Try to try to amend two thirty to or try to get into the communications decency right. act a little bit and change some laws if you don't like it, then go fix it. Do your damn job. And legislate. Don't just write a bitchy letter that is all. It, all it's going to do is piss these people off. See, and it, the, the thing about it, and right? they're going to start pushing back, and then we're going to have hearings about all this nonsense. Not that you oh. don't know this, oh. but if you're asking people to put in place moral and ethical guidelines, those are going to shift based on who's leading that company. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> imagine something happens. Can't imagine what it would be. The stanky's ousted. The new, <laughs> there are new heads of the left-leaning media companies, new heads of CNN, new heads of MSNBC. Something no. happens, and they're like, "We're hardcore conservatives now." They immediately flip what they're doing. Do you now ask them to be in, like under yeah. these exact same guidelines? What if the same thing happens to Fox News but the other way? They're like, no, yep. we're liberal as fuck now. Yep. We're mad progressive now. We're all for like 20, fuck 15, $20 minimum wage, bitch. Let's go for it. Fox it News starts doing that. AOT then what? Her career, then, like, then what? I, so I don't, I don't understand how you can argue, how you can try and argue that this is what's best for everybody when it's if the guidelines you're asking for are based off of individuals that are currently leading those companies or maybe the boards that are leading those yep. companies, which again will be different in ten years. <laughs> I so I don't like and, and those how is this safe? The CEOs of those things, like they, they switch out I mean that's a all revolving door too. They just go all the time. They bump around to all these different corporations, man. None of them it doesn't have anything to do like the corporate executive needs to know little to nothing about the actual industry that the corporation is made of they just run you know run these massive the, corporations the old ceo of pepsico went on to work for apple it yep. was like one of the big like helped them with a lot of their ad shit you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. things like that happen all, all the, the time. time and it's all, all the same time. people as your those are super one percenters that and the politicians that take their money so yeah that's good news good news i'm so glad they went out and and sent out those letters. So good. I'm, I'm really curious to see if anything's going to come of it. Feel safe or right? now. Feel was... safe or now. <laughs> Do you? Do you? I They're going like to answer for their crimes. I can trust my, my information more. Now I can go and watch Fox News because it's safe. <sighs> yes, they know. They they got a nice little talking to you. So that was a week ago, Monday, got sent out. Gross, dude. So we'll see what happens with that. I need to go pee and then do you want to do Hills to Die on? Do you have Hills to Die on? Are you prepared for that? Oh, I can be. You can be. Uh-oh. I have. 
a hill that I can die on today. I think oh. I left myself multiple to choose from sure. just because of last last time, you know. Okay, yeah, I could do that. You can follow us anywhere that Salt of the Streets is at. Please do it. We're on the YouTube at Salt of the Streets, Facebook at Salt of the Streets. Also, because Donovan's here, I gotta say, fuck Facebook, Instagram. Uh, we don't have a Salt of the Streets Instagram, but we have our own personals at Donovan's at Alpaca underscore on Instagram. And actually, we do have an Instagram. Of course, we do Doubleheader Live every other weekend that we're not doing this live show now so we're going to be on there we usually do it for about an hour or so you can, so make sure to follow us there make sure all your notifications are on twitter i am at big bird Offie on both twitter and instagram donovan is alpac underscore donovan on instagram and he's at salt of the street uh on twitter and yeah we've been we're very very excited we're we're tweeting a lot more these days we're posting a lot on the instagram these days Facebook just kind of generally gets our our Instagram hand-me-downs because you can you can simul post on Facebook. So we uh, we do check the Facebook. If you try to mes message us there, I will get a notification and we will we can communicate that way. But we're not regularly posting just on the Facebook. Um, so yeah, anything there? Instagram's usually the best place to hit us up. Hit us up in the comments of this particular YouTube channel video it's the best thing you can do to help the channel grow to yes. get other people around there share it like subscribe do all the things bells and buttons so on and so forth um so yeah that was it do we have a do we have a do you have much in sports today probably probably not so much no there have been talks sports you guys know it's really just football around here yeah uh, basketball <laughs> basketball's happening right now march madness because tomorrow's march 1st yeah. so march madness starts very soon um yeah. So we'll talk about that come time. Um, I'll say I think I might run to the bathroom now. Yeah, no, you're fine. There are talks now. I can definitely rip for a minute. You pee really quick. There have been discussions of Russell Wilson potentially wanting a trade, or and I don't. I think that it's all personal. I think that it's just media bullshit. Um, he said, you know, that he's Colin Coward's going on about he's being dismissed, and Russ has said that he's gone and request help on the offensive line, which. Is, We've known as Seahawks fans for years that they need help on the offensive line. Um, there is a no-trade clause in Russell's contract. He said the only thing he would waive his no-trade clause for was, like, Dallas. Uh, I don't know, a couple of things. I don't The amount of dead cap that we would have to eat if he goes this doesn't make sense. I, even even for, like, three or four first-round picks, it's not I, – I just don't see it. It's not something that I think will happen. We've invested way too much time and money. Um we should just fix the offensive line and then that's it so that's about all there is as far as sports goes sports that was ready for give me a hill. hill okay all right you're, you're gonna like this one i think i like all your hills buddy my hill to die on this week i was wrong about anthony fauci no and i'll own it right i'll own it when this, when COVID first started, yep. right, you guys can go back and listen because I'll own this. I begged people to listen to the experts. It was I the prudent thing to do right? at the time. That's what I'm saying. I'll own it, right? And I said, which I, which I think is still generally right at the, at the start of a new pandemic, mm -hmm. right? When there's a new disease, nobody knows what's happening. I still think that it is generally the right thing to do to listen to the experts that emerge at that time, right? Hard, yeah. However, Fauci since then has shown himself to be a political pawn just like Burks and the Surgeon General, which is why they're no longer there. 
right thing. The Surgeon General came out and said, you don't need a mask. Don't buy masks. He's tweeting about it all the time. Don't buy fucking masks. Instead of just being honest, because we talked about it here on oh, the yeah. show, right? We talked oh, about yeah. it. It seems like it probably will help. But if we don't need them now, they might just be asking people to save them for medical personnel because they can't fucking make enough right now. Yeah. Which is what they ended up fucking saying at the end is we said this yep. because one time they said that one time they admitted they're like, oh, we said that because, you know, we we're not making enough and we need them for medical personnel. After that, they're just like, you have to wear a mask. You have to. We were wrong. You have to wear it. We didn't know. We're two. For like we're five seconds, they said the real thing. And then they just moved right on to lying about shit. Right. Yep. To the point now. Right. It's backfiring on them, and the resulting vaccine hesitancy has been covered by rising and even ABC, oh, yeah. who has become the dick-sucking central of the Biden administration. They can't keep it away. But, of course, ABC hit it the day after rising. I'm pretty of sure course. I'm pretty sure that the ABC people are watching rising and then hitting shit the next day. Probably. Because go, there's man, been like, I wish we could work there. It's been like three times that I've noticed that the day after rising talks about something, ABC talks about it in I the morning. Like, y'all motherfuckers are biting right now. They're you going, are biting style. <laughs> they're so, going home and you're like, all right, let's watch some rising tonight, man. we got to see what we're talking about tomorrow. Right. To the point now that they're pushing a vaccine and, a, you know, I'm not, that's a personal decision for many people for everybody uh but they're pushing a vaccine they're saying has 99 or 100 percent efficacy rate but you're probably still gonna have to wear a mask for like at least a year maybe two you still can't kick it with your friends you still can't go out to you you still can't do any of this shit but it totally works 100 percent and we're all gonna be fine yep which and i'm not understand i'm not questioning you know what i'm saying i'm not i'm not calling into question the science or anything like that i don't want YouTube, don't pull us down. I'm not doing anything like that. What I'm saying is you can't run both narratives at the same time, yeah. you know? And it's clear, it's, consistent messaging. And it's backfiring on them now. Like I said, with the, the vaccine hesitancy in, yeah. in young people, in black people that have all kinds of reasons to think that the government is trying to fuck them because, you know, the Tuskegee era, all this shit. Like, yeah. we, we know about these things, right? There are groups that have less reason to want to get it you know young people like us we've mm -hmm. talked about that like i don't feel particularly pressured to go and get it yeah. i i am hesitant to get it because i would rather wait and see some more of the long-term effects there are many groups of people that are hesitant to get it and that group is growing all the time yeah. because of the inconsistent messaging that's coming from this group so i was wrong fauci's a shill fuck fauci let's move on to somebody who's actually going to say some shit that makes sense i'll own it i was wow. wrong in the beginning well, so you and a lot of other people, man. Everybody was. I'll wear it. Was. That was that was a good hill. I, I like that one. You know, so. self self owning, like that. We, Nobody we, does we, it. We calls them like we see them. No one in the media does that. No exactly. one admits their mistakes. That's what <laughs> we do. They'll here. silently print a retraction. Exactly. And then tweet out the original story. We do that here. I was wrong, That's but now I'm right. Great. Well, my <laughs> hill to die on this week is on a similar theme, COVID related. We'll say. COVID. Um, but it's more localized, right? Deal. Um, and I guess we could probably carry the message through for other other administrations. But Washington State, we uh, we talked about it at the time, I think a couple weeks ago, when we talked about the uh, the new phase plans and all these different things. Yes. We don't have a plan to get <laughs> out of the pandemic. We don't have a, a plan for reopening our state. No phase three there plan. is none. There is no phase three. I had a problem with it when the phasing plan came out. There was we went from like thirty different phases with all sorts of sub phases, like blah, blah, four blah, blah, phases. Blah. Yeah, with yeah. like A and B. Yeah, we're phase. in like we're in like three alpha today. We're in free three B today. It's like the it's like the terror chart. Man, remember when it was like go from like green the to orange shades. and blue yeah, and yeah. red and we net we didn't have a plan. So what did our beloved governor do? 
I called it last time. I said, you know what? The current phase plan says every two weeks they reassess the numbers, and then you can go. You either go forward or you go back, right? And all the counties, except for one, I think, all reached phase two at the exact same time, essentially, except for one county, I think, Yakima, I want to say, because they were counting wrong. And then all of a sudden, I was like, okay, no, everyone's good to go. Everyone's cool. So all the counties have been in phase two, or all districts, I should say. I forgot we're in the Hunger Games. Um, they've all been in phase two for two weeks as of last Thursday. And so our beloved governor gets on his his live stream and decides that we're going to call a pause to the reopening. But he didn't put it that way. He, he said we're going to put a pause on any districts being able to slide back into phase one. Didn't say anything about just a pause in the system, which is what he's actually doing. Right. He phrased it so that, well, yeah, we can pause it so nobody slides back. We're not, No one's going to go back to phase one. So, yeah, the, the numbers that you told us we had to meet, we've all met them. Yeah. But there is no plan for phase three. So they're taking a week pause to look at the numbers, apparently, which we already know what the fucking numbers are. So they can figure out what to do next because the COVID numbers are sliding so fast that they don't they don't know what to do. But they want to save room for the 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 new variants that are coming. Right. You know the evil South African variant or the the South American variant or whatever it is. I think we have we had one case I think of the the South African variant. The dengue fever. Yeah. Whoa. Right. But so essentially, with all that in mind, my hill to die on is. Is pressuring your local government to keep up their end of the bargain. We were promised this. We were told this is the game we have to play. And we get to the day and they say, well, just stand by. Just yeah. stand by. Don't, you can, You still can't do this. You still can't do that. You got to follow all these guidelines. But just hang out while no we dancing. try to. No dancing. <laughs> there is no dancing allowed in phase no two. No dancing. There's a, there's a sentence in there that says no dancing. Dancing. Dancing is prohibited. We live in Footloose Town now. Hilarious. So hold your leaders accountable. This is asinine how people are not out in the street right now because their oppressive state government is stepping all over their lives and telling them you can't do anything. And then, well, actually, now that all the numbers are improving, we're sliding the right way, you still can't do anything. I, we just re-elected this guy. Somehow. I understand Culp was not the dude. He was not the guy. But he's not Jay Inslee. Yeah. We wouldn't be doing this right now if Culp was governor. I'll tell you that right now. Right now. And don't give me some sappy story about, oh, yeah, we'd have another million people die because, you know, he just masks off everybody. Blah, blah. No, we'd be fine. Something's going on with this virus, bro. It's We're, 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 we're dwindling. Hmm. I feel we're dwindling. We're getting to the end. There's oh, There's light at the end of the tunnel. God King Inslee, huh? God King Inslee, yep. Lord Emperor Inslee. Got a lot of names for him. So that's where I'm at this week. My hill to die on is make these leaders accountable to these these bullshit extra judicial. Uh, what do you call that? Dictates. Hold hold the feet to the fire. Do it up. Jordan showed me a Facebook post from somebody that we went to high school with mm -hmm. that was you know like a a flyer made by somebody else that was like the lockdown is over march 1st like calling for the public to just stop doing lockdown shit on march mm -hmm. 1st like don't wear a mask anymore don't fucking whatever just go into all the stores like just do everything and 
it just caused i mean there was literally almost 200 comments on it oh wow um, about you're gonna murder people oh uh, yeah just people just chirping back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and i was yeah. i like laughing like i can't believe people are like are taking this much time that's to, especially like not going on facebook anymore i'm like why would you spend that much time doing that yeah I'm like that's fucking waste <sighs> but, people write novels on there too man and it's like i don't fuck facebook you could have not worn a mask this whole time you yes. know and only so many people are gonna really give a fuck you yep. know <laughs> doesn't yep. matter do what you want like i don't we don't care you don't have to i just hate that like other people just always forcing their own like opinions and morals mm-hmm. on other people it's, it's been the fucking right done. thing to do if you don't wear a mask then don't fucking do it i don't give a shit yeah i don't care if someone gives you shit for it give them shit i don't give a fuck like i know you know what i'm saying you don't mm-hmm. have to announce your fucking moves all the time like we yep. don't need to know it doesn't matter to us you know it doesn't matter to me i don't give a fuck i don't care what you do like no no i just wish less people cared what other people were getting involved in you know well, yeah, it that, just doesn't that would be the matter. american thing to do which is, is to leave people alone and let them do their own thing yeah that, that would be the most american thing you could possibly do and then judge them silently on the inside that's fine too but just let people do what they want it's fine. Who cares? It's okay. Who, Who cares? Who cares? Message of the day. Who cares? Yeah. You don't wear a mask? Don't fucking wear a mask. I don't give a shit. You know? Uh, just don't you want to wear three? Go to town. You want to wear three? You, wear but... three. You're going to have a hard time breathing? <laughs> Do three. I don't care. I don't Do three. Shit. I love watching. Well, man, all these politicians and stuff that feel like they need to virtue signal enough to wear two masks. Yeah. They put them on there, and then... You really can't hear anything they're saying no. at that point. It's like a safety mechanism for them. Give Joe Biden two masks. That way you don't hear him accidentally drop the N-bomb on national television. <laughs> when they had the Postmaster General in this week, he was oh, yeah. he has a mask on, and he would take it off to answer a question and then put it back on. Seems, Just take it off, bitch. What's the, what's the fucking point? What's the fine. fucking point here, bro? That's like... Virtue signaling. That's I don't what know. the point is. Like Dax is... I'm going to incriminate myself, but, like, Dax is over two now, you know? You don't put a mask on him when he goes to the store. I'm not going to do that. Like, this is only going to be... That ain't going to go so well. Do you I, know what I'm saying? Especially like, if he's never worn one before, obviously, because no, he, he's two. He's That's not going to happen. the whole time we're in the store. And oh I'm gosh. not going to cause a scene by fighting with him to keep it on the whole time we're in the store. I'm not going to do You'll that. You'll be in the store ten times longer. And we're going to do this for, like, another year. I'm not going to do this. Like, this is fucking stupid. I'm not... We're not playing I this game it. anymore. I do it. Because this is the reality of the situation right now. Right. It's not worth it to me to even have a conversation with an employee at a store about whether nope. or not. I don't care. And there are people that, especially people that, like, I, you know, started following since Corona, like, two AP months later, they're like, you're fucking giving up your rights. And, like, I haven't worn a mask a single time. But I'm like, I don't care. Just, I don't. Yeah. I don't, don't give a care. shit. It's not It's not worth it to me. I don't care. And it, I don't feel like that's giving up my rights or like, you know, not standing firm. Like, I no. don't want to talk to any more people than I have to. Yeah. So I'll wear the fucking mask. And at the end of the day, all you're doing is just not being a dick. I just don't you just, care. You're just not you trying know? to be an asshole to people by wearing a mask. That's fine. Yeah. Whatever. That's what we're doing right now. That's what we're doing. That's cool. I, I would willingly have the argument with somebody who tried to tell me like, mm. hey, your kid needs to have a mask on. Yeah. I'll argue with that motherfucker all day that's worth it to me i'm not gonna my child is two years old i'm not gonna raise him with this in this weird social time in which he thinks that that's no. normal and that's how people operate all the time yeah. for us to not do that a year from now it's lucky that not he's doing it. as young as he is right now because saying, man if he was like five not the, doing the it. damage that people would be doing to these these kids man it's rough yeah i'm not doing it no so but you know 
like I said, I don't care. I just don't. Okay. I just don't give a shit. Like, Done with it. Everyone just mind your own fucking business. If Amen. someone's getting hurt, do something about it. If no one's getting hurt, shut the fuck up. By not by not wearing a mask, Donovan, you're hurting everyone. That's violence. <laughs> it's, it's violence. Violence is yeah. what it is. It's a violent action, not wearing a mask. Words are violence. I'm killing silence people's grandmas. Is Everything's violence. Silence now. is violence. Everything's violence. <laughs> so on that note. With that, yeah, my Let's closing line. It. This is a good one. Uh, with that, I want to thank everybody for joining us on YouTube today. This is a great stream. It's good. Uh, I tried it, not to pee, man, the whole time, but we just I couldn't make good. it. But I think we did pretty well for yeah, a yeah. three-hour live stream. Um, so I think that we're going to keep doing this. this I think was fun. this works well. Yeah. yeah. So thank you, everybody. Obviously, YouTube at Salt of the Streets. We have our Instagram at Salt of the Streets. We have our Facebook. Fuck Facebook at Salt of the Streets. We have our saltofthestreets.com where you can find all this plus links to our personal social media i am at salt of the street on twitter and then alpaca underscore donovan on instagram he's a big bird off you on all those things clubhouse and stuff like that we're starting to fuck with those but we'll figure that out in the end yeah um it's getting weird in there yeah but i think that's it leave us a rating and a review if you're listening to this as a podcast share it if you're on youtube share it give us a like a comment help other people find it tell people about us if you have any topics we're always open for topic requests we'll take them we'll do it i think that's it you ready ready hey colin here's a candy bar no i'm withholding it look at me getting off <laughs> sound like democrats